Listen, man, we're going to get a bunch of naysayers, but when you think about it, video stores across America are dying, and we've got to pick a new angle, and I think this one's going to work. This is the stupidest thing you've ever come up with. It's not stupid, dude. It's, that's probably what they said to Edison when he was making light bulbs. How much cool shit is in the world? How much cool shit is in the world? And you come up with, with this. Out yeah. of all the cool shit, dragons exist. This shit is this shit is cool, dude. Listen, we're gonna get a whole new clientele with it. There are gonna be puppet freaks coming in the door, dude. We're only doing puppet movies now. This isn't gonna work. Nobody's gonna rent this shit. Nobody. Nobody's nobody's renting our movies anyway, dude. I guarantee you, you don't get ten in a in two months. How you fellas doing? Don't shut up, Dan. Don't blow it. Hey, what's going on? Hey, man. Uh, I got to tell you, I was looking for a movie and I didn't see it back there. Zombies. Oh, yeah. What are you after? Well, I'll tell you, I watched Dune. I thought it was the best movie I've ever fucking seen. So I thought, I got to set, I got to like check out every movie that this Dennis Villeneuve has done. So do you guys have prisoners? Uh, I am. More of like a- I'm a prisoner, sir. <laughs> Dan. That sounds like cry for help, man. We're more like a niche video store now, so. Okay. So you don't carry any Dennis Vonnerer? No, we're really only doing, we're we're only doing puppet movies now. Puppet movies. No, we still have all the other films we don't, we're not getting rid of all the movies, I told you that. Dan, I put, I told you I put so them in they the bathroom, did, dude, we're they trying a different something section here. or something? Because I went to the P's, and you guys got a shit ton of puppet masters. Yeah, like, so that's you, you can put, pick any one of those, and you put them in the bathroom. I need a fucking bathroom beer, anyway, sir. It was what was it called? I'll ch- I'll take a look. It's hey, Prisoners hey, by what? Denny Vongering. Hey, one of those puppets could be your enemy, so give it a chance. I think Try it's something um, new. I think it's Denise Villanueva, sir. And I'll, I'll check. I'll check though. Oh, um, uh, Venus uh, Via Senor, right? <laughs> I'll take a look, sir. All right. So I just stand here awkwardly. No, go grab a puppet movie, dude. I mean, just try one out. Yeah. You gonna try throw to it convince in? him? Convince him, Karan. Convince yeah, him. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw it in for standard price. Well, throwing it in for standard price isn't throwing it in. It's better than throwing it in. You're supporting. How about this? How about you give me three of them and I'll rent it. All right, for you. Look, I'm trying to get this thing off the ground, so I'm gonna say yes. Okay, but I still get you the could, Danny Valentine movie. Yeah, you still get that one as well. Okay, sir. Um, we have the prisoner. It's the TV series with the guy who played Jesus, but we don't have prisoners. Do you have the original? Because that's a actually a reboot. Uh, the the UK version. Yeah. Let me go check. I sound real stupid, but I promise I'm educated. Hey, guy, uh, when you watch these, mm-hmm. I'd start with number three, by the way. Oh, okay. That's the order you want to watch them in. Very cool. Three, one, two. All right. And what was that movie again? On this week's episode of Five Day Rentals, we watch Puppet Master 3, Toulon's Revenge.
Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Rentals Podcast. This is the video store podcast where each Fuck. week, yes, <laughs> sorry, I got excited. <laughs> where each week we take turns picking a flick that we think meets a fun, non-genre specific category. This round's category is Puppets Revenge Part Three, and this week's movie is Puppet Master Three: Toulon's Revenge. I'm going to be hosting this week. I'm Cron Howard. I'm joined as always by the two biggest puppet film fanatics that I know, Andre Dan and Bones. Not true. You make one it, reference to Pinocchio and this is what we have to deal with. Yeah. It literally is true. You are the two biggest puppet film fans I know. You're the only one that makes us watch puppet movies. All right. Can I so for the Can I admit that I'm intrigued now? After uh, this week, how long this can go on? Yeah. The show or the puppets? The the Puppet Master franchise. Did you guys jump on that Wikipedia? Uh, I think I was on Puppet Master Wiki, the like dedicated <laughs> the own, only the, the puppets and everything. Yeah. I'm sure you could get David DeShoto to come on the fucking show. I'm sure. His name is David Dakota. Whatever. No offense, sir. I'm sorry. Danny Dakota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Fucking uh, David S. Goyer has worked on it. You're, uh, what's his name? Craig Bexler, Baxler, whatever. Um, Brawl on Cell Block. 99 he wrote the last puppet master movie craig s zoller yeah oh man <laughs> guys we gotta watch why'd you part why the fuck 13. did you tell him that why because it's fucking crazy mm-hmm. yeah it's i wonder I think, why they didn't have him directed what was his name craig too zoller? conservative craig s zoller <laughs> jesus Oh my gosh. Is it kind of like a red pill thing? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Let me just look up one of his movies. Keep going, sorry. Uh so yeah, I mean, on like we should just get this out of the way because the audience doesn't know. We clearly all know. Um but I picked Puppet Master 3. Uh each of you also watched parts 1 and 2 of this film series. Did you? Yes. Okay, yeah. I didn't want to be lost. I wanted to have reference. I didn't know it was a prequel. It's just, I don't, no one made you watch one and two. You guys both did it because you We're not love this franchise. Okay. Nobody, we're not yelling at you we, that we watched one and two. No, we did it upon ourselves, yes. Yes, it's not your fault. It's not... Now, I think it's kind of crazy that you picked three. I'm guessing you picked three because it's subtitled Two Loans Revenge. I Well, I picked three because uh, when we covered Humanoids from the Deep, we literally asked the question, is Pinocchio's Revenge better than Puppet Master 3? So, oh, that's right, because Dan kind of threw it away Yeah, as like a yeah reference. So that's how I landed on picking part three. But And this is exactly what happened... 
with Pinocchio's revenge. Mm-hmm. But it is a good point. Like, no one forced either of you. I, part three is a prequel, so it's not like you had to continue into the timeline of Puppet Master. Well, I didn't go to four. That's for okay. sure. I, I started three. I watched three. I didn't realize that one took place after three or that three was a prequel to one and two. So I, I thought, oh, I was like, oh, this must, we got to go back. We got to figure out how he got the serum and all that shit. So then he blows his brains out in the beginning of the first one. Yeah. So that that's a good point. Like if you're saying I didn't even know part three was a prequel, uh, five minutes into part one, you should know that part three was a prequel. You can't come on and spoil the other two if you're only doing three. So uh, you say that, uh, Kron, but the filmography, it has a major inconsistency because this movie claims that it takes place in 1941. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio, Puppet Master 1 says it takes place, the opening of it takes place in 1939. So Toulon kills himself in 1939, but then he's alive in 1941. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a conspiracy See? theory. Yeah, that's a good point, Dan. No, I think it's just they had a bunch of random ass people writing Puppet Master movies. It seems like when you built that title card for number three, though, somebody would have said, "Hey, just put thirty-eight on there." They could rather than they killed. Or they killed. They still could have used thirty-nine because Hitler was coming up then. The war just hadn't started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, this movie has more fucking... I think it has a Nazi flag or symbol or something in every fucking scene. I was like, Jesus Christ. Oh, you gotta establish, you know, time and period, Dan. Mm -hmm. Location, I mean. If you want to make California look like Germany, just throw up a fucking Nazi flag, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Already looks like Germany. Jesus. The fucking left coast. Well, either way, I mean, you guys watched two extra Puppet Master movies with you no one saying, forcing you to do Say that. we. You can involve yourself in it. Look, it's I not our of, fault I, that on Friday you showed up with a gun to my house and you said you better watch the other two or are you going to shoot my family? I kind of got to the point where, like, I finished two today on my lunch break because I was like, the other two guys have already watched them. That was our goal, was to make you feel like a fucking asshole. Because if you weren't going to watch him, we would have had the upper hand. Hey, Dan, uh, huge miscalculation, dude. You, bar- <laughs> you barely got it done. We've all suffered. Yeah, if you think I wasn't itching to watch parts one and two, you're dead wrong. Well, God damn it, we still got two picks. Could be four and five. I have, hey, a, uh, I, I have a proposal for you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> Is he going to change Five Day Reynolds history right now? No, 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 no. Um, I think what we should do, I think we should get away from first thoughts. I think we should get away from like, hey, what did you think? Blah, blah, blah. Because there's like always this hesitancy. What? Jesus. To explain or say too much, right? Like affect our rating or do whatever. So we need to come up with something else up top. We've already gone long enough. Do you think it's possible to like speed run Puppet Master 1 and Puppet Master 2 
before we actually get into the plot of Puppet Master 3. Yes. Super easy. I don't mean it in a shitty way. Like, yes, you could say blah, blah, blah. But, like, could could we theoretically do three movies in the two and a half hours that we would normally do one? I wanted to talk about all three movies. Uh, it's To me, it's either do we want to run through part three as the prequel and then jump into a short, a very short one and two, or do you want to cover one and two first? Dan, you're making, you're making the eye. What are you thinking? Yeah, I think, I think you should do three first. Because you're not three one two, is that what you're thinking? Yeah, three three one two. That's the order I would probably cover these in. But I'm cool either way. Now, somebody comes into the store and they say, "I want to watch the first three Puppet Masters." Do you tell them to watch three one two? You say, "Hear me out." <laughs> I had not seen any of these, so I did watch. Three, one, two. That's the order I watched in. I think it works perfectly. I mean, I had no issues with as well. I did three, one, and two. Yeah. So I did that, but then I also watched three again because I always watch these twice. I don't know. I think the way. I think there's a funness to the prequel aspect of like, oh shit, that's where Leech Girl comes from, or that's where. Uh, blade comes from you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah but i feel like if you do one and two three's not going to get as much attention maybe yeah plus it i guess three three one two you see them go from being good puppets like out for revenge ish mm-hmm. like they're not as bad whereas one and two they're just like full-fledged fucking murdering everybody yeah, that's that's almost what I didn't get about the series overall. Like, especially if you do watch part three first, it is kind of like these puppets are not really that, you know, they're just trying to do the right thing. And they're killing Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. And then you then you jump to part one and it's just like, we will murder anyone <laughs> for anything. Okay, let's do three, two or three, one, two. Oh, three, two, one would be even crazier, but. <laughs> All right, guys, this is Puppet Master 3, directed by David Dakota from, uh, I did not write down the year, 1991. One. All right, I'm going to try to, you know, self-edit and do some abbreviations so we can leave some time for parts one and two. Here we go. Uh, we open up on a beautiful Full Moon Entertainment logo. Guys, what a sight to behold. I mean, yep. I felt like just a you know a couple weeks ago I was saying we haven't even covered Full Moon yet, and we're jumping into the deep end now. Uh, we come up to a title card. This is Berlin, 1941. We're inside Dr. Hess's laboratory. Uh, We kind of see a severely injured man who's strapped to a bed. Dr. Hess says this patient won't last five minutes. There's another guy named Major Krause. He tells Dr. Hess that everyone's waiting impatiently for the results of the Death Corps project. 
Fuck yeah. Uh, guys, who's your, quickly, who's your favorite deathcore band? <laughs> um, Playgore. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut over briefly and see Krause's driver who's waiting outside. Uh, this guy's practicing some puppetry, so he's got a little marionette going. Now, it seems difficult to make a Nazi seem like a worse person, but having one that practices marionettes is... He's doubling down. Yeah. This was a... Was this his job in Hitler's army? I think he's like a driver. A puppeteer? Okay. He's currently okay. a driver. He's, okay. he's taking so he the was puppeteer just... test. He's just killing He's, some time then, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puppetry is more of a hobby for him. <laughs> I thought maybe he was like a guy who went out to watch these to make sure they weren't making fun of Hitler or the Nazis. I think he just went to go see Toulon because he is also a Marian or a puppeteer. A mm-hmm. real master. Uh, back inside, Krauss explains uh, that Hess was given everything be- because he said he could develop a serum to make human soldiers for the living. So essentially what these two are trying to do is come up with some kind of formula they can use to reanimate the dead in the hopes that they can, you know, never lose a soldier <laughs> in World War II, essentially. It's mm-hmm. a good idea. He, he says, it might be later, he says something about just making them basically human shields, right? Yeah. Just yeah. Like, so, just bullet sponges, basically, to walk in front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the idea is kind of like they drop dead, you shoot them full of whatever serum, and then they are just kind of like a, a human shield on the front line. Uh, <clears throat> up until this point, all of Hess's experiments have been failures. Just then, the body on the table springs to life. And guys, we we cut over and get our opening credits. Uh, I did notice on this opening credits scroll, we do see the name Charles Band and David Dakota several times. Yeah. I believe Charles Band is like the main puppet master captain. Well, Charles Band is like the main captain of Full, Full Moon, Moon Entertainment. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. So he's kind of like every Full Moon movie you ever watch will have his name on it somewhere. Right. And I, did he do the music? I, I felt like the composer was like Band, but it wasn't Charles. Richard was, Band, maybe? Yeah. Okay. I think that's right. Rubber. I don't get it. Uh, All right, we jump over to Toulon's puppet show. In this show, Hitler is being interrogated by a six-armed puppet who's named Six Shooter. Reanimator. Richard Band did the music for Reanimator and Castle Freak. A legend. (laughs) Richard or Charles? Richard Richard. Band. Okay. 
Charles Band wrote the first Puppet Master. No, excuse uh, me. He wrote. He's credited as writer of Puppet Master Three. I don't know about Puppet Master. I bet he's got one of those, uh, <clears throat> like based on characters originally written on a napkin by Charles Band. Mm-hmm. It's got to be that kind of thing. Yelled at an assistant while high on cocaine. Mm-hmm. Puppet Master Three, Toulon's Revenge, <clears throat> is very close to Charles Band's heart. Because Charles Band actually escaped from a concentration camp. That's awesome. And he is... I mean, it's not... Uh, you know what I mean. It's not awesome that he was in it. It's awesome that he got out. He is also the Thumbs laughing... Uh, <laughs> the laughed for six-shooter. So every time a Nazi's killed by a six-shooter, he's laughing. Like, ha-ha, fuckers. I got away. Hell yeah. Hey, way to go, Charles Band, and we all love Full Moon here at the Five Day Rentals Podcast. Yeah, fuck the Nazis, because if they were successful, we wouldn't have any Full Moon. Not a world I even want to think about, Dan. I mean, I could show you my ass right now. but It'd be against the law. No, that's a Full Moon, baby. This is a private Zoom. It's not public. No, that'd be propaganda. You, sh- your ass is propaganda for the capitalists. You know what? If Kron can say puppets is what the fans want, my ass is what the fans want. Whoa, dude! But the fans actually did want Pinocchio's Revenge, and you guys actually demanded we do a puppet category. All right, back over at Two Lawns. Uh, okay. The yuck yucks in the audience are eating this shit up, dude. They are. They can't even breathe. They're laughing so much at this puppet show. This, uh, and this puppet show <clears throat> is a Hitler puppet and six shooter just standing. Yeah, pretty right. much. Well, six shooters kind of got them, you know, uh, up against the ropes. It seems <laughs> up against the strings. Mm-hmm. And then he's just Does, he's just shooting at his feet, making him dance. That's like the extent of the movement. Mm-hmm. And guys, what do you want? It's just a, I don't know. I want them to move across the state. I don't want them to stand in a spot. They're, they're not even standing. They're hanging in one spot. I want them to move around and animate. Six, Why even be on a string? Six Shooter does have six arms, just in case you haven't seen this film. It's an incredible it's more, character. It's more kind of like a... This is the big, you know, th- not the big, but this is kind of like the somber ending to the puppet show. You haven't seen all the jumping around in the... You haven't oh, seen the other the, four it's, hours. It's somber that Hitler gets killed? <laughs> it's it's a serious <laughs> it bum- ending. It bum- okay. It's not the time to be doing that one, Crock. All the rest of it is like surfboard stuff and, you know... <laughs> Puppets goofing about. Somber is probably not the right word. It's the serious ending to this puppet show. Okay. It's like when a ska band puts a serious song like on mm-hmm. the, as a last track. Yeah. Just to bum you out before you go to bed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're listening under the covers. Do you listen to ska to go to bed every night? 
Yeah. I'm going to throw on this uh, Voodoo Glow Skulls album and <laughs> drift off to I can't, sleepy time. can't fucking sleep because this real big fish got me too jazzed. <laughs> if you don't turn those lights off and quit pogoing right now. Put those no, devil sticks away. Now you can't have a beer. You're only 12. All right. Also in the audience of Toulon's is the weirdo driver from the opening that we've seen before. After the show, this driver, who is named Eric Stein, uh, he approaches Toulon, asks Toulon if he thinks um, he'd get such a good response if these children actually knew what the show was about. (laughs) Toulon says yes, political satire is the mark of a healthy society, so... We get the impression that uh, Toulon's not down for all this Nazi bullshit. I feel like the uh, Nazis would have already killed Toulon, like, in 1938. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I mean, by the time you get to 41, uh, how much political dissent yeah, He wouldn't is even allowed. be allowed. <laughs> yeah. Stein also asked Toulon how he's able to man- how he's able to manipulate these puppets without any wires. Toulon says it's motorization. Stein kind of ends this by saying you might want to rethink the subject matter of your show. Toulon's kind of like, no, I don't think I'll do that. Um, after all, Stein, all while like picking up stuff, he's just walking in there and like picking up shit. Mm-hmm. Man, I hate that. Like, Toulon's wife has to keep, like, coming over, like, please give me that. Like, don't. Stein, very del- they're very delicate, these puppets, man. Stein probably knows how to handle a puppet, though, right? I mean, he's doing his own marionetting. I guess. I don't know. Dan, you, you ever just have, like, uh, random people pick up your kids? No. Okay. I did have a lady the other day at a store. I asked her, she worked at the store, and I asked her a question about a certain item I was trying to buy. And she looked at me and said, wow, it's weird. I've never seen you in real life. And I was like... I've only heard you on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I was like, I am Laundry Dan. Yes. I'm not signing your tits here. No, but apparently she said, I only seen you on Facebook with the pictures that your wife posts. And I'm like, I do not even know who the fuck this lady is. It was very weird. Okay. So a a Facebook friend of your wife. Yeah. But that's how she started when I said, hey, excuse me, ma'am. Do you guys carry um, lube? No. What was it? It was a uh, monitor, like a baby monitor. I was like, we're looking for a, like a video one. And she's like, it's so weird. I've never seen you in real life. And I was like, are you okay? Like, what's, what's wrong with you? Will you please sign my John Lennon record? Please. 
She's like, tell your wife it's Ben's mom. <laughs> she was legit, I guess, my wife said. Confirmed. I thought you were a Photoshop this whole time. <laughs> I knew that bitch couldn't land a guy like you. But you are real. <laughs> How real are you? I could have sworn you were a hologram. You're like you want to test Tupac. out the baby monitor before? It was weird, man. I was like, you got to stop with the Facebook stuff. I was like, I'm not even on there. I don't, I don't know. I don't have Facebook. I don't see what my wife fucking posts on Facebook. So I don't know. Maybe I am. Probably a bunch of puppet stuff, right? Yeah. I bet anytime you've taken a nap or some shit, she's posted a picture. I'm just like fucking lazy ass bum. Here's Dan working the strings again. <laughs> Dan got a new puppet today. I think Sam showed me a picture once of you washing uh, Rachel's car. Sam was like on Facebook or Instagram, and she was like, your buddy's Dan is washing a car. And I like looked, and you were like fucking scrubbing or some shit. Like Rachel had taken the photo through the window. Jesus Christ. And I was like, why isn't she out there? Exactly. That's probably what I was saying. (laughs) I probably turned and was like, get the fuck out here. (laughs) Yeah, you you could be keeping this car wet while I'm washing it. I want the fucking water to dry off in the heat. You keep it moist before you shammy it. She'll put shit on Instagram like, we redid the the front with new plants. I'm like, we. we? <laughs> okay. We're American, not fucking French. No offense to the French. We love you guys. After Stein leaves, he goes outside but peeks through a window. Uh, Tuan says, come on, my friends, it's time for dinner. Uh, wow, we see all these puppets. They're up and walking around, you guys. No strings. I said, Kron's loving this. You got Tunnler Uh, and Pinhead. Yeah, did you guys' wigs blow off the top of your heads? You were so (laughs) fucking jazzed up on this shit. No, Kron. You literally text us four times, like, are you guys hard as rocks? Nope. Mm -hmm. I still am, dude. Does your All right, so, does your wife ever come in the room and is like, "What are you, what are you watching? Why are you so hard right now?" <laughs> Puppet movie out. Get out. Close the door. She's like, "I'm getting a hotel." This is my time. Not puppet movies again. This is my time. She was like, "Who picked this category?" And I was like, "Dan, fucking <laughs> asshole." <laughs> Niggas watch all these puppet movies for no reason. (laughs) Ah, shit. As Bones was saying, our puppets are Jester. This is a puppet that's in a Jester's outfit and his face can spin around. We got Tunneler, a puppet with a drill on his head. Uh, Six Shooter, this is a cowboy, puppet with six arms. (laughs) And we also got Pinhead. Uh, this is a puppet with a tiny little head. He's but the best. Human, human-sized hands. I was going to ask. I was going to ask who's who's your favorite guys. Well, it's Pinhead. I think Pinhead. Out of this crop, or out of all all of them that we see in the three movies. 
let's do we'll let's do it for this movie and then we'll do overall at the end. Let's do it in for each the, movie. All right. And this and this one I I probably would say Pinhead is the star here. I'm going Pinhead. Yeah, I mean, Six Shooter does get the infiltration scene, which is kind of well, cool. But did you? I I felt like as I went through the series that Pinhead probably got a lot of screen time, and at first I was like, "Why are we focusing on Pinhead so much?" But then I realized uh, he has human sized hands. Oh, it, it's it's such an incredible workaround. It's it's just one less thing that you have to stop and anim- you, you mm-hmm. don't have to do the animation for it because <laughs> you can just put the gloves on a hu- an actual person. I think it's more noticeable in like one. Yeah, he defies the laws of physics in one a few times. Well, I really think they just kind of rely on Pinhead though because it is like. He if can we grab want, things and it's yeah, we don't <laughs> manipulate the world. Yeah, well, we don't have to have a a whole stop animation scene here. We can just ha- literally have someone reach up out of a coffin or something. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. it's great. Uh, so all these puppets, they're up, they're walking around. At first, I was kind of like, does this imply that there are two Hitlers in the world, a puppet one and a real one? But <laughs> I believe the the puppet Hitler is truly a marionette. Like, it has not been given this serum, you know? Yeah, I would hope he wouldn't have done that. Well, because they even, like, they do have that establishing shot where Six Shooter in that scene is, like, over onto the right. And you see Toulon, like, up above working the Hitler puppet on strings. So, yeah. Grant, what you're telling me is you consider our other puppets real people? Well, they're certainly sentient. I mean, they have their own agendas. They have and feelings, Dan. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> they can do as they please. I mean. Yeah. I was just asking. Jeez, man. So, yeah, I'm sorry I was briefly worried that there was another Hitler in the world. Shame on me, Dan. I wasn't talking about that. You were ex- specifically saying he was a marionette. Like... He is, mm-hmm. he is over here right now. Yeah, he's not with these guys. Look, I'm not saying they're human, but they're certainly more than a, a fake puppet on a string, you know. Well, and they're smart enough to segregate him, to leave him mm-hmm. be. Yeah, put him in the trunk while we get our juice box. We see Toulon, he's giving the puppets a green liquid shot. Apparently this liquid is what's used to, you know, keep them alive and, I don't know, keep them animated, walking around. Yeah. Outside, Stein is taking photos of everything that's happening. Suddenly he falls over, makes quite a racket. Toulon runs outside, but Stein is gone before he can get out there. We cut over to Toulon at home with his wife. He walks up and he says, I've tried to paint you for years and all I've ever done is failed. But it just grosses me out every time. 
But he does present her with mm-hmm. a, a special box. She opens it up. Wouldn't you know it? It's a puppet in her likeness. Why wouldn't he just make the puppet? That's what he... He's a, he's a guy who makes puppets. Why would he try to paint? Well... It's, maybe it's that thing, you know, if you're like a painter by trade, you probably don't want to do it in your off hours, so... He's, he probably was like, I could knock out a puppet pretty pretty damn quick, but, you know, I'm, I do it 12 hours a day. Painting is, ho- is his hobby. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what Maybe I'm... she would appreciate the effort that he put into the painting. You know? Yeah, like, if you brought home, like, hey, Rach, I made you some copies at the office, she'd be like, okay, cool, but... If you did a doodle. She'd be like, what is the kids? Throw this away. Okay. Uh, Toulon asks, what did I do to deserve you? She says, you did nothing. You just have doodles laying around your house for your wife that you make? You don't draw or leave notes and things for your wife? I'm just I'm I leave notes. I'm just talking about the doodles. What are what are they? Oh, all sorts of doodles. Usually a stick figure with a giant dick. <laughs> it's a lot of X rated stuff. Yeah, it's it's not appropriate. <laughs> Trust me, there's been several close calls with people coming into the house like oh, fuck <laughs> get the notebook or wipe that off the dry erase. For years in our first apartment and the mirror in the bathroom, we used to leave each other notes on the mirror with like a dry erase marker. And I did up my profile. Like I sketched my profile, like my head, my shoulders, my chest and everything. And then just gave myself a massive dong. And then like two days later, she did the same thing with herself, like right next to it. Gave herself a massive dong. Yeah, <laughs> it made me feel so small. <laughs> I've been emasculated. Did somebody come over and you have to like erase them? I think we had it up for some time, and then I think finally it was like, all right, we're having somebody over. We should erase the uh, the the nude stencils. Oh, that's like the one time I. Uh took a dick pic and it came up on the Apple TV. Yeah. If you set it to your your photos for your background. You, your child ran out of the room crying? <laughs> no, nah, this is before. This is BK before kids. Yeah, remember we used to have the BK lounge and we would sit mm-hmm. around and watch your Apple TV photos? Yeah. Eat a couple Whoppers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What was it? There was Wheels. Kid Vid, he'd come over. Mm-hmm. Was that his name? The VR computer kid? Was there Hoops? You ate a lot of Burger King. Cause... I'm going to look this up. Yeah, we weren't a McDonald's family. We were a Burger King family. I know what I know what you're talking about, but I don't know any of their names. Was it the, called the BK Lounge? I think the, so. It was the, yeah. It was the BK Kids Club. Oh, that's it. That's yeah. That's the phrase I was trying to think of. 
Was kid spelled with a Z? Uh, I think so. It was spelled with a umlaut. <laughs> no, it does not appear to have been spelled with a Z. Oh, okay. Weird. Let me find one with our names here. Okay, we got Jaws. <laughs> Shit. Did he have like metal teeth uh, that he ate burgers with? No, he is the tall African-American kid. Jaws. Then there's Boomer, who's the little red-headed athletic girl. She's wearing a jersey and hockey. Oh, she's got roller skates. Then there's Wheels, a kid in a wheelchair. That doesn't age well. There's JD, the dog. He's got goggles and a helmet. There's IQ, a little redhead smart kid. Uh, Snaps, which is a, a girl who takes photos and overalls. And then there's Lingo, who I'm guessing is a some sort of ethnic kid. And then Kid Vid was the blonde guy with the backwards hat and the VR goggles. Kid you wanted vid. to be Kid Vid so bad, didn't Everybody you? Everybody did. All right, where am I? Uh, <laughs> Hess, we cut over to Hess. He says, I need to speak to Toulon before the Gestapo gets him. Um he needs to know what's what's in that liquid. Uh, and it really seems like Hess is, you know, at this point, just trying to save his own ass because his his project has been such a failure. But yeah. Toulon has cracked the, the code on reanimation. Is it reanimation if it's a puppet that you're bringing to life? It seems different than a human body. I mean, I get that it's a start, right? Mm-hmm. That's also Mr. Pitt from Seinfeld, right? I think it's... Oh, is it? <laughs> I, to... I, felt... I think it's more impressive if you can make a, a wooden puppet come to life because... No, Toulon has fucking morals. He's like, I'm not going to put it in a human. I'm going to use it for entertainment value. Yeah. Well, but if you, it, I feel like reanimating a human would be easier than a piece of wood. The dead are the dead, man. Why are you going to bring them back? Well, that's what I'm saying. The wood has never been a, a human to begin with. Which then you get to part two and you're like, hmm. You're like, what? I, I'm not gonna spoil two already. We gotta get through to to one. We gotta get to three right, first. I, I do realize that I kind of skipped over a scene where uh, Stein explains to Hess and Kraus what's going on at two lawns. Okay, <laughs> with photos. Yeah, so that's how we got here. Hess uh, contacts General Mueller. So this is a guy that. We haven't seen yet, but we will shortly. Uh, we cut over to this guy. It seems like he's... I don't want to be complimentary of a Nazi, but General Mueller is living it up. I mean... Yeah. Loves the horse. He's uh, He's got three topless women with him. Two of them are bathing him, and the other is lighting his cigars for him. God damn. Fascism. 
Uh, I think Moeller is just trying to get back to whatever the hell he's doing because he's like, all right, Hess, that sounds great. <laughs> Tell Krauss I sign off on whatever it is the hell you're talking about that you need to talk to Toulon before, you know, we kill him, basically. We cut over to Toulon's. Hess and Krauss are breaking in. They inform Toulon that his career is over. Stein runs over and he's like, this is one of the puppets I was telling you about, which is super fucking lame, dude. <laughs> like, Bitch. On this ride over, you've just been talking up these puppets to, <laughs> to people. Uh, Hess says he wants to talk to Toulon. He grabs a vial of the reanimation liquid. Toulon's wife tries to intervene, but she catches a bullet for it. Krauss finishes the job by shooting his gun in a way no human being ever would. <laughs> he basically aims like this. <laughs> like, he's not chest level and he's not eye level. He's kind of, like, off to the right of his own head shooting. Maybe it's got a good blowback on that thing, you know? He's trying to, like... Yeah, but it's not even, like, out in front of him. It's, <laughs> like, up here. Was it something with the... He's got a Luger, right? Wasn't that their gun? Mm -hmm. were, were those, like, a notorious... Were they good either way? Like, were they good or bad? No or idea. Like a... I think that's all they use in this movie. We're going to need a... They they definitely wiped out a World War II Nazi prop warehouse. I think they just... Well, I, the cops confiscated a fucking white supremacy camp or something. I don't know. I will say about like all three of these movies, um, they seem pretty economical with their budget. Like, I don't know how many times in Puppet Master 3 we get the outside shot of... Mueller's office compound. Yeah. Yeah. Which is literally like two guards on either side of a door and a big Nazi banner. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do. Yeah. That's it. That's, it's a white brick yeah. building. One banner, two guards. I mean, it's but it, pretty easy. They took over pretty much all of fucking Europe. Right. But I mean, at least it's an establishment like or establishing shot. Mm -hmm. A lot sure. of shitty movies don't even do that. Like they just jump into scenes. Like they don't Office. even set stuff. Yeah. Like this. Say what you will about Puppet Master. They know that. Like, hey, we got to break this up. We got to set the scene here. I got mm -hmm. you guys at a four stars right now on all three of these. Well, and and speaking of just you know establishing shots um, in parts one and two, I don't know how much they paid initially for stock photo of hotel by the sea that somebody pasted on a piece of celluloid yeah but they are getting their money's worth out of that thing mm -hmm. i mean <laughs> all right toulon's being taken away in a car uh pinhead and tunneler they kind of get thrown in with him as the car's going along these two they decide they're going to do something Pinhead starts choking a guy, and Tunneler drills right through the driver. Shit, yeah. After that's all done, Toulon simply grabs his puppets and just exits the vehicle. 
Kraus, Hess, and Mueller find out that they've lost Toulon. So, uh, Kraus burns Toulon's home and his theater, and the hunt is on. So, these three, they're bound and determined to find this guy. Uh, Toulon goes over to a safe house that he has. I, I guess that's what it is. I mean, he's just kind of in hiding somewhere. Yeah. He's, he does not hide very hard throughout this movie. <laughs> no, and then when people fucking come into a spot, he's just sort of like, eh. Go Never sleep glasses. over there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Toulon starts to cry. He's surrounded by all of his puppets, and they're all real sad as well. Kind of a heartwarming scene in the middle of this movie. He is too good for the movie. Our top three guys here are pretty good actors. Yeah. I think the Stein, the Lieutenant Stein, like he's he's really trying to put on that German accent, and it's not working for him. Not but really. our two big bad guys and Toulon, they're good shit. Yeah. Back over in the lab, Hess is analyzing the sample. Uh, he looks up and he says, Toulon, you are a genius. We cut back over to Toulon. He's telling his puppets that they'll show no mercy. <laughs> We jump over to a morgue. Scientist is working. Uh, we see Jester and Pinhead sneaking in. Pinhead climbs up and chokes this guy with some wire. Kills him instantly. Did you see what that guy was reading? This is uh, 28 minutes into the movie. German smut mag? <clears throat> yeah. So this guy's technically... He's not a security guard, but he's like watching over the place at night. Cron Howard, and congratulations. You have the earliest smut wall from 1941. Thank you. That's the only reason I picked yeah. this movie in this category. I mean. I did get a kick. This guy is listening to like a Hitler speech and then gets up and goes to change the radio. And you would think that like, oh, this young guy goes to change the radio. Like, if it was the 80s, he would turn to some fucking new wave, right? Or like alternative thing. But because it's 1941, he like turns it and it's like big band. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> that would suck. You get, you don't think if you had been around in the 40s, you would have been like all about big band. Oh, I'm sure that's all there was, right? I mean, that's what you'd be into. Wagner. I was watching um, the beginning. That's the Star Wars Cantina's theme. <laughs> I was watching the beginning of Marathon Man, where he's running, and yeah. he like keeps taking the the watch out of like Good his title, thing. Man. And I'm like, man, it's all on a watch now. Like you don't even have to like. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, what's he doing? When he's running, he's timing himself, so he's pulling his stopwatch or whatever out of his uh, sweatpants to look to see where he's at in time, because he's trying gotcha. to beat his time. Right. I'm like, God, that would suck. But that was 70-something. They, they could have had a watch, I'm sure. 
Yeah, I think he could have had a watch with a built-in timer at that point. It's possible, but yeah. I mean the like the watches that went to the moon were had timers and shit built into them. We don't know if Kubrick gave them watches. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think he gave them watches. We we don't know how well they worked. He gave them watches. He just made them pull it out of their pocket 77 times in a row. Mm-hmm. Before, and before he allowed times. them to well, the footage actually look at it. I yeah, mean, It's a great movie. Did you see this clip or this little snippet about fucking Harvey Keitel quitting Eyes Wide Shut? I never, did it just come out recently? Yeah, I guess he was... Because uh, I know he sorry. did some filming, Is it Sidney right? Pollack? Is that the doctor? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like he was originally Sidney Pollack, but after like 60 takes of just like walking through a door, he was like, fuck that. I don't know how true this is or not, but I just, I was maybe on a Discord or something, but it might actually have been something that Brantley posted. I'll double check, but. You can see that. The amount of pictures the man took of just everything. It was wild. There's a documentary out of a his like uh his his main helper that would go do everything for him I I'd have to I think it's called like Stanley's sidekick or something but it's pretty interesting like with the shit that he would have to go do Well do you think Kubrick like in an archive somewhere there's just Oh, there's boxes. There's called. There's a movie yeah. also called Kubrick's Boxes of just shit that he had, like pictures and everything. Well, does it look like um, Citizen Kane when they're, you know, wheeling that shit around in that fucking warehouse? Yeah, somewhat organized. It's just film reels of like here's the here's the other five hundred hours that was shot for Eyes Wide Shut. Which, what is the one he had removed? Fear and Desire. Is that it? No, there was a scene, I think. There was a oh, scene think... when it when it premiered that he didn't like and he cut it out. So he had to go around and take the reels and then give him, gave him a new one without that scene in it. And that was the guy who had to drive around New York to get all the copies of that. Of that I, can't, I think it might have been uh, Full Metal Jacket, I think. I don't know. Get on our Discord and tell us. What a Kanye West move to still be hey, editing Kubrick. your film while it's playing in theaters. I'm a fix wolves. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the best tweets I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Jester runs over and unlocks the door. He lets Toulon in. Uh, He finds the corpse of his wife. He starts cutting her open. Suddenly, another doctor enters the morgue. This doctor tries to call for help, but Pinhead unplugs the phone, and Jester runs over and stabs him right in the leg. Might be my favorite shot of the movie is the Jester puppet with the uh, scalpel hot glue gun to its hand (laughs) moving across. I mean, I... Honestly, one of the one of the best things about this series is just any time where there is puppet and human interaction because mm-hmm. 
at some point you got to just have a guy holding a puppet acting like he's being attacked by it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's funny. It looks good. It makes me laugh every time it happens. I think I got Karan at a four and a half now. <laughs> hey, bump it up another half, Dan. <laughs> All right, we cut over to Toulon's safe house. He synthesized some more of the serum. Uh, he gives it to Elsa, which is the puppet that he made of his wife. The face, also, the face on this puppet, when it wakes up, has brought me so much joy over the last few days. I don't know if I can do it, but the that she's making like the it looks the most like a tool video of anything because she's like kind of purple. But the little mean face she's making, goddamn! I ba- that's the only thing I backed up and watched over. Uh, Toulon also grabs a bunch of leeches and gives them to the Elsa puppet. So, guys, Elsa does canonically become the leech woman. Yes. How do you implement that? Leeches? No, okay. So, Tunnler, right? He makes Tunnler and he, he puts a drill bit on his head. Pinhead, he gives them, he gives him bigger hands. Six tiny shooter head. and a tiny head, yes. Six shooter, I guess he makes little bullets for those guns. I don't... Well, they're real, does apparently. He, does he craft those as well? Because... Okay. There's a part later in this movie where someone gets shot by six shooter. And how do they not say this man was killed by the tiniest caliber of bullet ever discovered? Mm-hmm. Someone shot Tic Tacs into him. Yeah. They sound like cap guns. Um, but okay. Are. But that aside, a jester, he builds the funny little head for him that spins in opposite ways. But how do you design leech woman to like take leeches, hold leeches and spit leeches? One of my notes is how many leeches can she keep in there? Yeah. It looks like four. <laughs> four seems like the and max. Is that what she drops on the soldier later? Mm-hmm. Cause that's one of my other favorite scenes of the movie hey guys well i think come on down and see puppet master you've heard of chicks spitting out ping pong balls what about leeches well i think you see how he comes up chicks a blood sucker man what like crazy no man she's going full cowgirl on me starts fucking hacking up leeches dude she what'd you do well I, i fucking finished and I told her I wasn't happy about the leeches. I've paid for girls to spit ping pong balls on my face with my money, but this bitch is taking my blood. Man, I started getting real dizzy at the end of the lovemaking because my blood was getting so thin. I love her. <laughs> I'm in love I've with never her. been happier, man. <laughs> You got to get you a leech woman, dude. All right. So we jump over to Krauss. He tells Eric he'll be inside for an hour. And he says, hey, go ahead and service the car. 
Eric starts working on the car, uh, there's a real funny part here where he grabs a little grease and puts it under his nose, <laughs> making himself kind of like Hitler. He says, have the car ready. Have yourself ready. Have your asshole ready. Kron, <laughs> I was really hoping that tonight you would come in with the stash, man. With the, no. <laughs> nope. You're not doing a chaplain? No. Never going to happen, dude. It's like he's he's not dedicated unless he does it. <laughs> he closes the car hood, and just as he does, we see Jester staring at Stein. Suddenly, Pinhead hits him in the leg with a wrench. <laughs> Elsa sneaks up and starts vomiting leeches all over his face. Toulon steps out from the shadows and says, Good night, fellow puppeteer. It's love at first regurgitation. Oh, man. That lucky bastard, dude. I said, oh, I'm not into shit. Oh, never mind. It's a leech. Hey, buddy, you're going to be chasing that feeling the rest of your life. Trust me. I feel clean now. Locked all my sins away. It's like a beautiful Jesus. Uh, we cut over to Hess's lab. A dead body's trying to shoot itself in the head. <laughs> we cut over to Krauss. I thought this part was so funny because Krauss is just like, this fucking sucks, dude. Like, this experiment is shitty. Well, every time he comes in the office, it's just like. <laughs> it's somehow this worse. This wild yeah. ass shit yeah. is going on and he's just like hanging his coat up. <laughs> It's like, I'm a Nazi. I guess this is yeah, work. Why, why does he plan on being there for an hour? Five. He just needs a five-minute check-in. Nope. Uh, Hess doesn't see it as a failure, though. He's like, hey, this one wasn't even super violent. Uh, it was literally just trying to do what it did when it died. So he's basically saying, if you give me a soldier that died on the battlefield and we give him this serum... You know, this thing's going to work like gangbusters. Which I thought was uh, pretty smart. I was like, all right. Sure. I'll give them that. Yeah, too bad they got this, uh, <laughs> the one that they got right now who's trying to blow his head off. Whereas this soldier over here died from too much bloodletting. <laughs> the prostitute spit up too many leeches so I gave him the serum and he started humping the air uh, again for some reason Hess just he's like I gotta talk to Toulon <laughs> is the only way this plot's gonna move forward dude I gotta come do on it. come on I gotta talk to Toulon <laughs> A new driver comes to pick up Kraus, and he's like, hey, where's Stein? Dead, sir. <laughs> Kraus goes over to check on Stein, and he's furious with what he, he sees. How does this guy know to go pick this guy up? I had the same question. Hey, man, I mean, you got to be on time in Germany. <laughs> like, there's probably a there's probably a guy waiting in the wings for every role, yeah. you know? 
does Stein still have the grease mustache? <laughs> when he's dead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think he does, but he's. I think his face is also covered in blood. Yeah. So. You can still see it a little, though. Okay. What if that's what pissed Krause off the most? I bet this he was is... talking about having having your asshole ready, too, huh? But he's kind of like, what a bitch. He was telling on Toulon because of this, and he did the same shit when he was he's making fun of Hitler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he and then Krauss sees through his plan that Stein wanted to be Germany's number one puppeteer. You could have had the whole movie just about that being the plot. Yeah, but we wouldn't have as many deaths. Like, is there a puppet master movie where the whole thing is I'm taking you out so I can be the puppet master? Like, I want to be the best. I'm sure there puppeteer. We haven't got that far yet. I think they kind of go back to this Nazi well pretty frequently from what I saw. Like, this is a whole, uh, you know, direction for the series. So I did look at the release history or like the chronological history. And they do hop quite a bit. It's like they do present day. I don't know if they do anything outside of Nazi Germany and present day. How are they not in space? How did they not do a whole Egypt one already? Karan, you better really they cream might, your pants They might then. have. I feel like you get some of these puppets hanging out with a mummy. You're just, you're printing money at that point. Dude, the Egypt scene in two is, that's the worst production value. I think it's, it's like a the bunch- exact same one as this one. I think it's the yeah because he flashes he, yeah but he flashes to that the green marionette but I'm talking about the in two at his show where the guy with the eye shows up and burns the thing mm-hmm. but there's like four kids at the show and it's like four white kids with just dirt on their face like that's what they have for Egyptian kids we'll get there sorry save all right. So Toulon's evading Nazi search. Um, they've kind of found his old safe house. I think they burn it. Um, and he's kind of, you know, moving on to the next safe house. We cut over to Mueller, Krauss, and Hess. Uh, Mueller's not impressed with the Death Corps project at this point. Hess is like, well, you got to let me speak to Toulon. Uh, Your fucking double bass sucked on that song. <laughs> And the bass needs to be turned up. Come on. Hey, man. Quit being a fucking bitch. This is an 18-second song, so if we fuck it up, it's really going to be noticeable. I don't know what you're talking about, Riff Lord. Your lyrics need to shorten them up. Uh, Hess needs to speak to Tulon to make the serum more effective. Mueller's fed up, and he leaves for another meeting. Fed up. I think he's backed up. <laughs> mm-hmm. We see Pinhead watching. Uh, back in the hideout, Toulon is telling Six Shooter to be careful. Mueller is going to be well-armed. We cut over to Mueller, and it looks like his big meeting is just 
having sex with another prostitute. So this is the scene. Well, sorry. That I remember. And I thought this was the opening of the movie, but I knew this was in there. Well, because you had the VHS stopped yeah, right at that scene, so every time you put it in. I think if we had it at like a sleepover, it had to be. Mm-hmm. Because I remember, I was like, oh, shit. Hey, leave me alone with the tape for a little bit. You guys, Did sleep? you know that girls have like a little butt in their front, and then they also spit up leeches? My older brother told me that. Hey, I'm still trying to jerk off. Rewind it to the leech chick. <laughs> After this hooker leaves, Six Shooter sneaks in and blasts Mueller right out of a third story window. So those tiny caliber bullets were really <laughs> got a punch. Putting in some work. Let's see, I guess you've if you've got a six shooter. I guess you, I mean, if you've got six hands, you probably can be reloading while, like, you're still shooting, you know? Yeah. So that's a that's a real benefit. Mm-hmm. You can kind of just continually fire. Oh, I'm sorry this was too deep for you guys to respond to. Oh no, I'm trying to I'm actually trying to calculate. If you got six six shooters. Well that's thirty six shots. Thirty six easy. Yeah. But he always has the advantage. But I think as soon as you get like two done, you start reloading, and then you're just kinda continually reloading. Yeah. And it'd be even better if he had pistols. You know, like magazine loaded pistols. Man, they don't feel the same way in hand. <laughs> You think they upgraded him later on in like the series and gave him like Desert Eagles or some shit? Well, so when does he die? Yeah, I he, don't know. he is alive at the end of this one, which God is a prequel, but he's it's not biggest, in one or two. Yes, it's the biggest question of the franchise so so far. Mm-hmm. What happened to Six Shooter? Mm-hmm. I seen a cover where there is a weird looking one, like a giant one. Do you guys remember when we used to watch Lost Weekly and Breaking mm-hmm. Bad Weekly and we would text and talk and dissect like, I think this is going to happen. Yeah. Like, we don't do that with anything anymore. We're doing it right now well, with I, well, I, we do it, Right. But I'm saying binge culture and stuff like that. Like, there's no... I don't know. If we were doing a podcast about Puppet Master and we were watching one a week... Maybe we much. would have that, like, yeah. So what do you want to do? You want to do just, like, half hour? Spread oh. it out over a year? Just do a half hour of each Puppet Master movie until we've covered the franchise? No, because Kron will continue this on in his next ten categories for how, however long this show is. Don't tempt r- him. Runs. It's already in the book. If you don't think that he has this lined up, you're 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 insane. This is what you guys do every time. You're like, "Hey, don't don't say puppet movies to Kron because he's gonna pick them." And and what are we and, doing? You know and how every, he is. Everybody's gonna know that I'm gonna hate watching another puppet movie, but I'm actually gonna watch three puppet movies on my own. I just think we. Over Man, I the, sure hope over... this girl doesn't spit leeches on my face while I'm boning her. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
That would be terrible. You know what it made me think of today when we were texting is that scene in Scarface where he's like, uh, like you need me so you can point your finger at someone and, and say that's the bad guy. That's what you guys, you guys need to be able to point at me and say, Kron keeps making us watch puppet movies. Kron, we are signed in blood to Five Day Rentals to watch whatever the co-host who is on the throne that week fucking picks. But also, I believe last week, Kron pulled out... um, the literal text of what we said like he had written it down mm-hmm. word for word yes yes so you don't do that reluctantly you sought that out you were compressing the audio and thought oh this is fucking great and i'm gonna use this against them i'm out here well, thinking oh, oh it's, man this it's movie not, right here it, you're on the inside you're the inside man it's literally not against you, though. You, I read the text verbatim. It is both of you saying, we need to do a puppet category. That was a resume Bob type joke, throwaway joke that I made. Yeah. That was it. When you read the text super monotone, it's going to come out that way. I don't even know how you, I you, even you, picked Puppet Master 3 out of my took fucking away, head. Well, because you had to tape... Of the scene that we just watched. No, I haven't watched. You had a shit copy of it since the nineties. When was ninety one? Yeah. Well, you had already watched this and Pinocchio's Revenge. Yes. So, all right, guys. Uh, we cut over to Hess and Kraus. The phone rings. Kraus. He looks panicked. He hangs up. He says, "Oh my god." Muller has been killed. Kraus and Hess are investigating. Kraus asks why Muller didn't fire on the enemy. But he doesn't ask why the body is riddled with such tiny bullets. Which would be a much better question. At the crime scene, Hess and Kraus find out, uh, find one of six shooters' arms. Down in hiding, Talon meets with the father and son who attended his puppet show earlier in the film. This is something I didn't think would come back around, so I didn't make note of it. Yeah. Uh, but sure enough, here we are. The kid with the it, that's obviously 22, who has the thinning hairline and a five o'clock shadow in one of the scenes. It's stole from the puppets. Uh, over a burning tiki torch, Talon tells this boy that Six Shooter got injured. And he doesn't have the materials that he needs to repair him. It's true. You guys did like, clock that, right? Like, is that a fucking the tiki, tiki torch? torch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, apparently t- tiki torches were big in Nazi Germany. They're still big with alt-right. That's true. Uh, that is true. <laughs> you think this might be... Oh, yeah. This is it? This is like... Oh, shit. Uh, This kid, he says, I can get you the supplies. Toulon says, no, it's too dangerous. Uh, We also see Toulon, he's working on a new puppet. This looks kind of like a, you know, not such a fun-loving puppet as all the other ones he's created. 
This one looks a little edgier. Mm-hmm. The next day, we see Peter sneak out, presumably to get the supplies. He's overjoyed to be Toulon's assistant. Back in Hess's lab, uh, he approaches a soldier, and he says, uh, Hey, you wouldn't be willing to participate in a medical experiment, would you? This guy's like, no, I don't think so. Um, Does it involve leeches? (laughs) I'm only in for the leech stuff, man. This is why we're losing the wall. Hess and the guard break into two lawns, which is exactly where little Peter is. Uh, Hess captures Peter. He provides him with a nice sauerkraut sandwich and a tall glass of milk. And Peter instantly rolls over. Mm-hmm. We cut over to Toulon. He's showing the puppets, the new model that he's made. Peter leads Hess to Toulon. Uh, they basically kind of go into this tunnel that Toulon's hiding in. Toulon tells Hess to set down. A lot of Hess rubble. Is ju- yeah. A lot of rubble. Kind of just a bombed out tunnel that they're all yeah. living in. Uh, Hess wants to get some more of the formula. He says that he's been working on his own for years, but uh, it all just leads to random movement. Nothing like what Toulon had developed. Toulon says the secret is knowing your subject. Uh, Jester was a bookkeeper named Sidman. Uh, funny, wait. Funniest guy I ever knew, right? Something like that. Oh yeah, like funniest guy that I ever knew. He's full of practical jokes, and he ended up getting shot by the Nazis. He says Pinhead was a German named Strauss who was a truck driver who was smuggling food into the Jewish ghetto. And Elsa, as you know, was taken from me. Uh, You were there when it happened. Toulon says that what gives these puppets life is that they volunteered to become puppets, basically. Uh, Toulon holds up his new puppet, which is named Blade, and it looks like Krauss. Hess says, that's a remarkable likeness. (laughs) We haven't really talked about how terrifying Krauss looks. He looks like a clay person or something. He's like a major and he never wears a uniform. I know that. It's kind of like his skin is falling off of his body. Yeah, Richard Lynch is his name. Um, I want to say Invasion USA is where I really know oh, him. Wow. He's the bad guy from uh, Invasion USA. And you saw that in the Philippines, right? <laughs> Premier mm-hmm. night. Opening, opening day. Yeah. Uh, we cut over to Krauss, who's interviewing Peter's father. He's willing to give up too long for his family's safety. Uh, <clears throat> Hess respects Toulon. He says in another life they could have been partners. 
Toulon also repairs six shooter during this scene. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at uh, this dude's uh, Wikipedia. Uh, he was an actual burn victim. So I was the scar. Say, I thought the maybe there's some. Oh, yeah. uh, Bones, I take back all the shitty stuff I said about <laughs> no, how bad he looks. No. Um, but this is interesting as hell. Okay, so the scars came from a 1967 incident in Central Park in which, under the influence of drugs, he set himself on fire, burning more than 70% of his body. He spent a year in recovery, gave up drug use, and ultimately began training at the actor's studio. In 1970, he co-starred with Robert De Niro in a play, and then that kind of kicked him off. So... It gives him a fucking crazy, interesting look, but damn. Well, uh, and died in twenty twelve. I think he was the last one because I think it says as of twenty twelve, our three leads are all resting peacefully. Okay. Uh, we see a bunch of goons that start pouring into the tunnel. A bunch of Nazi soldiers. As they go in, one of them gets hit in the face by a brick from Pinhead. Another goon approaches, and he yeah, gets those a drill. hands. Why not? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can throw. He could probably Another- do a Thor thing <clears throat> where he, if he threw a brick, he could just let the. You know, the momentum of the brick take him away. Oh, I thought you meant he could call back a brick into his Oh, hand. yeah. If he's worthy enough. So he's just chucking the same one over and over. Yeah. And no one else is strong enough to lift that brick up? They could be strong. It's It's worthiness. I thought it was a strength thing. I mean, you have to be somewhat strong, but the 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 hammer, Molnir, is a is a, it has a a life of its own. It deems whether or not you are worthy enough to pick him up. Wasn't there like a whole thing where the Hulk can't pick it up? The Hulk can't pick it up because he's not strong enough. He just he didn't listen to anything you said. No, but you know what? He'll listen, and he'll figure out how to make a category called hammers. Out of, yeah, puppet hammers. <laughs> Part four. Do you have like a stenographer? Is that what they're called? Like on staff? Is there one just to the side of you mm-hmm. that we can't see? That's no. He's got a program that just has transcript printed out, and yeah, reads. I pay for that guy to transcript all of our podcasts. Does it come in like ticker tape? <laughs> they um, telegraph it over to me every day. <laughs> so at 6 a.m. it just kicks on that like... And I wonder if Francis can't sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you rise. Time to read. Mm-hmm. Our stocks went down 10 points and <laughs> and we're doing puppets. All right, so these goons, they're running through the tunnels. Um, 
Another goon gets drilled in the ankle from Tunneler. Elsa then covers this poor bastard in a bunch of leeches. Seems to be her M.O. Is he... The guy is screaming. The screams seem more aimed at the leeches than the ankle. I had to turn it down. I was like, God damn. It's the loudest part of this movie. Well, if you're not like... I mean, if your arms work, you should be able to remove leeches from your body. (laughs) It's not that hard. I mean, I I was, but... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I unless you're enjoying it, which I mm-hmm. think everyone in this movie is. Is that mm-hmm. what the screaming was? Like he, it was like he's almost embarrassed mm-hmm. that he hadn't come across this sooner. Who was the well, guy? Like, no, oh my god, I'm into this now, but I'm dying. Well, I think it's just when you pop hands free, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you can't control it's it. It's scary. I mean, it's like I didn't yeah. know it was possible. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how much the guy got paid to push that shit through that puppet. <laughs> Keep going, Jim. I I would say uh, minimum, sag minimum, Dan. More than we're making paid. right now. Ah, oh, shit, babe. It was tough at work today. Oh, yeah. I had to do the leech thing like eight times. I think the actor was into it. Hey, kept blowing the takes, if you know what I mean. It's show business. I mean, <laughs> it's all right, Jack. I can go again. You're lucky you got the job after that bricklaying shit you did on Phantom of the Paradise. <laughs> all right, let's do one more. One more. I got it. Let's mm-hmm. just keep rolling. Just keep rolling, actually. Mm-hmm. Can we get the leeches here? More here? Like nips? Nipples, neck. Can I open my shirt? There is Could, some... There, She does some nipple play later on. Oh, god damn. You're not lying. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to pop off a couple of these buttons, all right? Just to... <laughs> just to make the leeches more It's Germany, but it still gets hot, all right? It's still, we're still in summer here. All right, where are we? Uh, Kraus and crew come out of the tunnel. They find Peter and his son. Kraus believes sickest episode ever. <laughs> Kraus believes Toulon was warned. Uh, Peter's dad ends up getting shot here. Shoot the kid. You're a Nazi. Shoot her. Shoot her. One of Kraus's soldiers finds Toulon. A uh, six-shooter blasts him full of some some of those tiny bullets. Hess believes this man is dead. Uh, and st- What am I writing here? Hess believes that this man is dead and studies the soldier's body. In one last moment of life, the soldier stabs Hess in the stomach. Hess looks over and tells Toulon, you gotta keep fighting. <laughs> I think my notes are so confusing because this scene makes little to no sense. Do you think it would have been a little more interesting if he looked at, at him and was like, bring me back? Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't that have been yeah. cool? Like, his motivation was like, hey, man, I don't want to die, think that, dude. That's kind of the problem with making a 
reanimation serum is mm-hmm. is anyone really dead anymore yeah. i mean who gets it man you decide you mean i get to play god pretty much you think that's what it's all about i think it's all about carburetors man <laughs> big sodium dude Uh, Peter finds Toulon and vows to help him. Kraus goes back to his office and sees Jester waiting for him. As he approaches Jester, Jester, he gets cut by Blade, the new puppet getting into the mix, guys. Remember that? Remember that Blade movie? Did you a Blade theme song? Yeah. Remember that? Blood Rave? Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, Kraus takes a shot at Toulon. Could we get into that club? I, guess I, I could, you couldn't. <laughs> nah, dude. I could. I got more no. vampire vibes than you guys. Yeah, but I, I kind of messed around with darker women. What's that? Uh, One twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, you might want to cut that. <laughs> it's up to you, dude. <laughs> what? They know. Uh, places I couldn't go. I mean, physically, metaphorically. Yeah. Two weeks from now, like. What are you doing at the kitchen table? What's this I uh, hear about uh, this Puppet Master episode, Bones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the one that is, that's going to put us on the map, dude. No, I'm going to come home and Sam's going to be like, you have a visitors. <laughs> Fucking eight women at my dinner table. And why'd you send me leeches? <laughs> yeah. So I'm fucked up now? No, I just... Uh, it's me, not you. You know, this is why we didn't work. I know, and I'm married now. It's fine. You don't think it's weird that you came here? You don't think that's a sign of your illness? An illness? You know, like, seek help for it. There's no problem in that. I got apps now. Yeah. I for real once told a girl I thought she should see a therapist and she didn't like that. Like as you were breaking up with her? No, but it was like, it was in one of those like, are we going to stay together kind of things? And it was, uh, I was like, hey, you know, maybe you should go uh, talk to somebody. And I think they took that as, uh, you're a psycho. And I was, it was like a genuine, like, you've got some stuff going on. You need some help. working. I was trying to be genuine, you know. But I'm sure it yeah. came off like, you're fucking killing me. You know, yeah. you're killing the vibe in here. Go talk to somebody. Genuinely, you're a psycho and you need help. <laughs> you're a crazy bitch. Hey, you're harshing lo- my mellow for real. seven With love, bae? <laughs> you, you fucking cray, all right? That would have been right around the time that that was cool to say. Correct so that. I'm dark now? 
these puppets put some hooks into Krauss and string him up to the ceiling. Jesus wept. <laughs> they basically turned him into a giant marionette. Dude, how bad okay, this is this is four movies, right? Where dudes have been like hooked and hung up. Because he well, did it in the cell. Mm-hmm. Captain Howdy. Oh, by the way, uh, playing Evil Dead the other day, played with a guy named Captain Howdy. Oh, shit. I should have sent him a friend request, like, same he's, page, buddy. He's from mm-hmm. Exorcist, dude, not... It's not Strange Line, guys. It's from The Exorcist. You don't know that. Don't you don't know. fucking know that, dude. I should have investigated. Was there uh, something else where somebody was, like, hung up on chains or hung up Hellraiser? I, I guess it's clearly just a thing that I liked. I mean, yeah. I've picked all those movies yeah. plus Hellraiser on Hordras. Yeah, on what, your second or third yeah. choice. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly something I'm into. You're into that. Dan's into leeches. You get your thing. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. dark, fucked up ladies. It works out. Here. Fucked up. You're in the shower scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because a therapist would say I'm trying to clean all of the women which dirtied my life, right? Yeah. That's what you say when you're hooked up over the top of them. A dirty woman. Masturbating. In a shower, right? That's what I want. I want it you're both ways. A, you can't have it. Pouring bleach all over them because. And after you clean her, no, that was your she move. spits up leeches on you. That's you. Quit mixing all of our tastes. You're the one that started the You're going to summon ca- uh, Captain Planet of horniness. I get blamed for everything on this podcast. Bleach, leeches, right. and showers. What's Pinhead my places? Leeches, I leeches. guess. No. Monster You're the one dogs. who was into this movie. I didn't pick this movie. You want you your see? thing to be monster dogs? I mean, that's just, what you want your kink to be? Yeah. I was, yeah, dude. I was talking to Danny Duck last week, and the guy that he works with, he was. we were talking about the show or whatever, and I, I said something about monster dog or whatever, because he was talking about my wolf tattoo. I was like, yeah, I'm a monster dog. And he's like, dude, legit, the guy... Uh, that works over there he came in and he was like hey danny i'm leaving and he's like okay cool man and he's like yeah i'm gonna go home and watch monster dog and danny's like like the movie and he's like oh yeah you've heard of monster dog he's like yeah he's like yeah it's terrible but i love alice cooper <laughs> well you're not gonna hear him for <laughs> you hear him first thing bro well yeah, Doesn't, you hear him in this he, video, but he's dubbed the rest of the movie, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. All right, Pinhead places an Jack axe below Krauss. Toulon lights the rope on fire that's holding Krauss in place. Once it burns out, Krauss falls onto the axe and dies. Damn. Which seems like kind of a mousetrap way to kill this guy. Just I'd rather stab be him killed with by it. the halberd than the uh, fucking fire. He's got like the big-ass you know, hands. He could have just stabbed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was... I think that was more of a terrifying, like... Torture. Torture, yeah. 
Well, I think they wanted to do the marionette thing. And then it's like, well, how do we kill him now that we've got him tied up? Mm-hmm. He should have had all of the puppets take one part of his body and just do their thing to it. Or make it part of their body. Oh, yeah. So now one puppet has like a human-sized nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what we find out in... Well, they've already established by this point you need brain matter. But this movie doesn't do that. This movie doesn't have them collecting the brain matter, does it? Have they told no. us anything about this uh, this serum? Not really, right? Not in this one. It's like they they talk about it in, what, two? Yeah. Two kind of goes into the yeah. serum. More, okay. Is that what he was doing to his dead wife? In the morgue? Getting her brains? Okay, yeah, maybe getting them. Okay. Could be. All right. What's the? Is it one where they shoved the needle through the dude in the casket? Still dead as a doornail. Yeah, yeah. I think that's one. What are they doing there? Just fucking around. <laughs> All right. So Peter and Toulon. We're almost through part three. Peter okay. and Toulon arrive at a train station. Uh, Peter's putting these puppets into a bag. This girl behind him is like, I've never seen a boy play with dolls. Toulon shows up and he's like, not dolls, they're puppets. Idiot. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. What a badass. Oh. Uh, they inform this girl's mother that they're traveling to Switzerland. She's like, hey, did you enjoy your time in Berlin? Not Toulon at all. says, nope. <laughs> it fucking sucked. Uh, he had an unpleasant experience. Some people fuck lost. this place and fuck you. Yeah. He's like, some people lost their heads, but some dear friends of mine saw me through. Uh, Toulon's wanted poster falls to the ground. We cut to a shot of Six Shooter. <laughs> and then we see, coming soon, Puppet Master 4. When bad puppets turn good. Guys, that's the end of Puppet Master 3, Toulon's Revenge. Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, rare for us, but I think before we get into final ratings, maybe take a break here and come back for a little Puppet Master 1 and 2 talk. Shit, yes. So if you haven't seen Puppet Master 1 and 2, pause now and go watch them. They're on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you've only watched part three. <laughs> because of us. <laughs> then watch part one and nope, two. No, and... nobody. Nobody. Is looking at their feet, seeing Puppet Master 3, and then going, shit, I need to watch Puppet Master 3 before I listen to that. You never know. Nobody. We did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> De Palma here. Just got back from a superstar-studded charity dinner event out in Hollywood. It was awesome. Holy mackerel. Anyway, uh, the five-day dirty movie boys called up me again or emailed or something. I don't know. My assistant told me to do this. Um, something about a Discord. Uh, I don't know what that is. I'm old. Uh, and I drank some wine. 
But anyway, apparently I'm supposed to tell you to to use my star power to get on Discord or have people get on Discord and look up 5 Day Rentals podcast and join along on all the uh category fun and all the superstars that stop by and uh make the show a great success as it is. This is all bullshit. This these kids aren't they're nothing. They're lucky they have me. Anyway, I better be getting the check for this. But anyway, um, I'll discuss that with them on later episodes. I need to quit putting the spotlight on these guys. Anyway, uh, go to the Discord and, and check out 5 Day Rentals uh, and join in on all that fun. Uh, and maybe I'll show up along the way. I don't know these fucking guys. Anyway, um, what's that? John Lithgow. Oh, anyway, John Lithgow's on the phone. I gotta go, guys. Uh... I'll see you around. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Day Rentals podcast. Uh, If you're just now joining us, uh, fuck you. We're already done. We covered Puppet Master 3. We talked about it all. Uh, Toulon, Nazis, leech women. Ska music. Mm Mm-hmm. And now we're ready, uh, you know, through sheer will by my co-hosts. We didn't just watch Puppet Master 3. We also watched parts 1 and 2. We're going the extra mile for you, the listener. And I think it would only be fair to uh, give you a little bonus content and let you know what we thought about these ones. So I texted Bones. I said, look... His birthday's coming up. What, you guys are privately texting? Yeah, all the time. Uh, his birthday's coming up. Actually, I told him on the show that we do our own podcast, The Bone Dan Hour. Um, I was like, his Bone birthday's Dan. coming up. Like, we might as well just watch one and two, like, make him happy, you know. Mm-hmm. He'll love that. Sure. You well, got some thanks. Puppet Master shirts on the way as well. Oh, wow. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Got it, dude. We love you, man. All right, so I definitely did not take any notes through my viewings of Puppet Masters 1 and 2. Nor did I. Uh, So Puppet Master 1, loosely for the plot. Um, In the first five minutes, we see Toulon. He's in a hotel. The Nazis are still after him. He hides his puppets in the wall, shoots himself in the head. A giant fucking hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Looks like he could end up in China if you went through that thing. He yeah. should have just hid in that hole. It was big enough to fit him. <laughs> it would have been fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Frank that shit. Well, I was going to well, say, I feel like um, Nazis are pretty good at knocking and finding secret doors and stuff. Eventually. Well, you just... Basing that on Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> and history, I guess. Right. I mean. And we talked about this uh, before we started the breakdown of three, that this takes place in 1939. And then Puppet Master 3 establishes itself as 1941. Um, oh, and also he makes, uh, isn't he making Jester? He's making one of them, right? Like he mm-hmm. just made that it's one. Jester, yeah. Yeah. 
so so he makes Jester, then kills himself. But then in 1941, he's alive and Jester's established. Mm-hmm. Maybe Toulon is more of like an idea than a, than a man. <laughs> <laughs> like there's always a Toulon alive in history. You think this is Earth 616 and maybe three is a different Earth? That's a great point, Bones. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, there's a yeah, real okay. multiverse of madness happening here. Uh, but Toulon has killed himself. Whenever that happens, uh, we kind of cut over and join a bunch of different characters. They call themselves magicians. And apparently one central figure to all of them has died. That magician was named Gallagher. <laughs> America? Now, were, did this guy get have his funeral service at a fucking hotel? Is... Uh, yeah, dude. It's fucking classy as shit. Why not? Your wife owns a hotel. D- is that mm-hmm. what it was? Yeah. Okay. I, just, I didn't catch that. Because he... Yeah. Well, I don't want to jump ahead too far. I was like, why the fuck? Or unless we don't give a shit, but yeah. Uh, And his wife says, yeah, we left him in this condition because he wanted you to come see him. Okay. Yeah, so Gallagher has killed himself. When that happens, it kind of triggers all these other magicians. They decide to meet up at the hotel. When they get there... um, Gallagher has been preserved for them to view. And then these, uh, apparently he kind of took over after Toulon, I guess. He found the puppets in the wall. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <clears throat> he, that's why he, like, uh, courted her. Right. Yep. Was to try to get to the puppets. And he was, like, doing his projects of, like, renovating the hotel as Mm -hmm. a cover to try to find where he hid these puppets. I know they're here. So Gallagher at some point found these puppets. Uh, Apparently from part three to part one, he made them evil somehow because they're totally just cool with killing anyone that comes into the hotel now. Or I guess just for their master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I kind of took as well. It had to be if the master was in trouble or if somebody was coming after him. Or their loyalty just to whoever revives them and is giving them the juice. So like a dog, right? Because a dog's not good or evil. A dog well, could, could be an asshole, but mostly neutral. Well, yeah. I think he was just rabid. Cujo? He was just mistreated? No, I think he had rabies. Yeah, a chemical problem. He went insane from the rabies. (laughs) Nah, I think he was just locked up in that backyard too long, man. On a hot summer day. Sure. That would drive any... Kids playing baseball next door all day. Teasing him. I mean, how would you feel, Cron, if you had to eat baseballs all the time? Yeah, I probably wouldn't feel good, Dan. Yeah, you'd want to kill a a lady and her son or daughter, whatever it is. 
You know, that's a really good point. If I had to eat baseballs all day, I wouldn't be happy. It's true. You'd probably want to eat a woman. At a certain mm-hmm. point, you'd say I'd rather eat a woman or a child than these balls. Yeah. These balls. Smooth as eggs. <laughs> all right, so these magicians, they start dying one by one. Uh, they're getting all fucked up by these puppets. Should we talk about each magician's uh, skill? Sure. Uh, (laughs) There's a man who can basically see the future in his dreams. Mm -hmm. There is a woman who can... I think if there's like a physical object, she can see the entire past of that thing. Yeah, I think that's it. She Uh, pretty much only uses that gift for horniness mm-hmm. there are two ladies <laughs> she kind of likes to st- she kind of likes to sit on beds and tell you <laughs> that Clark Gable fucks somebody on it that she scene just, god just, damn that might be the horniest scene we've covered dude she just likes to jerk off on beds that's, yeah. that's really what she does she just needs an excuse to be like hey I'm feeling it mm-hmm she just really needs to watch Benedetta. Get the leeches. <laughs> uh, she's married to a creeper. Yeah, what is his skill? Uh, doesn't he say it when she's in the bat? Like, hurry up so we can get down there. And I can't remember what the fuck he says. Because it's whenever he's in the, she's in the bathtub and he scares her or some shit. Oh, I can't wait to. Yeah. I can't fucking remember. I forget. And then the other woman is just like a gypsy. Like yeah. Basic like a fortune, fortune teller. teller. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those are their skills. I think pretty much all the same puppets in this one except for no six shooter, right? No six shooter, and we got um, blades there full time. Yeah, and leech woman, leech woman, yeah, yeah, who's already established as leech woman. So you got Mm -hmm. her origin story in Puppet Master Three, right? And again, this is okay. Never mind. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's kind of part one is basically you meet these magicians, you see what their abilities are, and then they start getting bumped off one by one by these puppets. Um, let's see, I'm trying to remember what exactly happens at the end of this one that kind of leads into part two. Right. So then, but, uh, Gallagher had a wife who's still alive who's like kind of keeping operating the hotel or whatever. She's got an assistant. That lady doesn't last very long. She gets like clobbered and thrown into the fireplace or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, she makes it, she's still alive. And then the, the, the nice psychic or whatever magician guy, he has a premonition that he's like with the lady that she comes and gets him 
and takes him to the dance hall, and then Gallagher reveals himself. Okay, yeah, that's yep. right. Then she comes and gets him, and he's like, he's like, holy shit, and he starts like answering what she's gonna say and saying it beforehand or whatever, and then sure enough, fucking Gallagher reveals himself. Like, I, hey, I was alive, blah, blah, blah. I just needed to take you guys off one by one because now you'll, you're, because we're all psychically linked, you would know that I'm not dead. So I had to fake my death so you guys would, like, you're, was. yeah, I had to get, get rid of you guys. But I can't remember how they kill him off. Well, I think he kind of, uh, <clears throat> You know, he's kind of got the puppets to kill everyone, but then at the end, the, the puppets tur- turn on him, right? So I think they eventually kill Gallagher. Yeah, that's right. In her room or something, right? Because she finds mm-hmm. him. Uh, oh, yeah, because that's Pinhead fucking breaks her leg, and that's where he, like, the physics don't make sense. He, like, is not tall enough to like you know get force against the floor to then throw her off but i don't know i just it was the funniest fucking thing and then i think she's like running down the dragging down the hallway and it might be her or the psychic or the gypsy fortune teller but doesn't one of them throw pinhead like down the fucking stairwell yeah like off the off the top of the stairs and you just floors yeah Mm mm-hmm yeah, she like kicks him in the elevator too, like up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big deal. Like the one horny lady gets into the elevator and loses her mind, and then they lock the one lady in it. Yeah, there's multiple elevator scenes. Yeah. And There's a table, like, at the table, right? And he tells his whole plan. Like, he's got all their bodies around the table. Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. When they come up, if, is that after he ex- exposes himself? I think so. Yeah, because I think he's kind of got them all propped up, and he mm-hmm. brings the last, you know, person in there to be like, this is what I'm doing. Uh, I'm a bad guy, and I'm going to tell you my whole plan now. Check mm-hmm. me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then he starts talking shit about the puppets, right? It was all just for the serum. And then they turn on his ass. Yeah. And then... The fucking lady's dog, the dead dog, comes back to life. Mm-hmm. That's like the very yeah. last bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that might be a good segue to just bring us into Puppet Master 2. <laughs> uh, in Puppet Master 2, there are basically some paranormal investigators that show up to the same hotel... They're kind of trying to figure out what happened to these magicians, I guess. Uh, While still in business. I think it's kind of been closed, right? Because they like they seem to be the only people there. <laughs> right. Because what's her name's now dead. Mm-hmm. 
and had her brain removed through her nose, Egyptian her nose, style, and they th- and the other guys being blamed for it mm-hmm. from the first one. Yeah, oh, it so opened. It opens with them uncovering the body with at digging the start him up. Of- yeah. At the start of two, the puppets open Toulon's grave mm-hmm. and dump a bunch of liquid into it. Which brings him back to life. Mm-hmm. And he becomes so, Dark Man. Or the mm-hmm. mummy. Or the Yo, Invisible yeah, Man. Yeah, he does look like in the Invisible Man with the goggles, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which looks yeah, so, cool. Yeah, I thought so. It was probably... It was the best character, like... Showing up randomly in a scene, a guy that looks like the Invisible Man. So they bring him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They continue to knock off these paranormal investigators. Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's like they're they've got a bunch of cameras and shit set up. There's a guy that kind of looks like a low rent Bradley Cooper in this movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he's like the videographer, but they're essentially just watching the monitors one night. They see Tunler run into somebody's room and it's like, by the time they get there, he's already drilled a hole into that guy's head. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, the Bradley Cooper guy kind of picks him up and throws him against a wall. <laughs> they stomp him out. Yeah, with, like, a lamp or something, mm-hmm. right? And then you beat him with a lamp. Uh, uh, but it does have one of those, you know, a funny clip of, like, him holding a puppet. And <laughs> it's kind of like they're struggling with each other. Yeah. It's Bella Lugosi with the fake octopus mm-hmm. and Ed Wood. And don't we have a... We got a new puppet, don't we? Yeah, there's like a little Nazi puppet. The Nazi flamethrower puppet. Flamethrower, yeah. I think is his name. Because that's the that, that might be the best scene of the movie, is when he's unleashed on that little kid. Kid. Well, I, any of the ones with this flamethrower... Because I think two might have had the biggest budget out of any that we watched, just because there are like two burn scenes in it. And I think he has, like, bullets for teeth, which I thought was fucking cool. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, All right. And then there was, like, another psychic lady that showed up, right? And she was the first to die? Yeah, she kind of gets dragged off. Yeah. And that prompts her son to show up. Yeah. This one, man, this... The way this was shot, it looked like an episode of Baywatch, man. Yeah. Well, there's also just... It's like this guy's mom is missing. Uh, The girl that he's kind of talking to, her brother was the one that had a doll drill a hole through its head. Mm -hmm. And these two just start dating like nothing is happening. Mm -hmm. Like, They both both lost somebody, you know? And then Toulon is trying to take... One of them as his wife. Because he thinks that she is his wife reincarnated. Because he just comes in in one scene and he's like, hey, baby, like, my wife. Because Okay, so he is allowed to just sort of op... He he presents himself to them and says, hey, actually, this hotel's mine. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but you can still do what you're doing. Just leave me alone. So he operates like he's like up in the morning and smoking cigarettes on the grounds and shit and just like existing alongside them while he's allowing the puppets to take them out. They're doing a dirty work. Um, so then there and then there's also the farmer and his wife. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it gives you some like uh, Friday the 13th part five vibes. Vibes, yeah. Because they're like tr- they they're having they're suspecting all these problems with the puppets. They live in the tiniest shack I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So Leech Woman shows up and kills the husband, right? Yep. That's not the nipple scene, is it? No, it's later on. With okay. The, uh, the chick, she's like riding them. They kill her, and then she comes in and like, yeah, like sucking on his nipples, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. That's that starts, was gnarly. They're shooting leeches on him, right? But the farmer lady doesn't she kill leech lady or leech woman? She takes a shot at leech woman, but I think she kind of like scurries behind a couch. Okay, and then that flamethrower one just like pops up out of nowhere and lights her up. Torch. Yeah, something like that. That's what. Okay, that's right. And then after that, is that when he goes and plays with the kid? Yeah. The after kid. he's killed the farmer people, right. he's just apparently hanging out in the woods somewhere. So I think I actually did take a note on the kid. <laughs> uh. So yeah, we're cut to like this trailer park with this small trailer. This kid goes outside to play. His mom yells at him. The kid has a bullwhip, yeah, and he starts bullwhipping his action figure, calls him like a traitor and a coward and shit. Then he sees Torch, goes over and starts like talking shit, and says like, "I'm Indiana, I'm the director, do mm-hmm. something," and then pushes Torch over, and then while he's like standing over Torch, Torch fucking lights his ass up. Take that, Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty cool that he had to say I'm Indiana mm-hmm. and they couldn't say Jones <laughs> um, I think they go to town or something like they leave at one point they ride the dudes like the sexy guy's motorcycle Mm-hmm. And they make out on the beach or whatever. That's where it looked like a fucking episode of Baywatch. Like the quality of the film and everything looked insane. You get the Egypt flashbacks. Yeah. Yep. So I love that even though Toulon was uh, killed and then brought back to life, his Egypt poster still survived because he's got that on the wall in his cabin. Faust, baby. Yeah. This is all in relation to Faust. Yeah. So he was he was presented by some guy, the Elixir, right? Who had made some uh, crazy little puppet, some Faust puppet. Mephophalaces or some shit is his name. Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles, yeah. And he, yeah, he makes the deal. He's pretty much the... Suppose he's the devil's helper, I guess. That's what he is. No, oh, I thought I 
I know so little about actual literature that that was totally lost on me. Yeah. Well, that guy, <clears throat> he is kind of like, hey, you know, I've created a puppet that doesn't require strings. And Toulon is like, I don't know about all that. And his wife in the scene is just like, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them say it's hideous, like right to the puppet. I felt bad for it. Toulon does. Yeah. He's yeah. like. This thing oh, looks like fucking disgusting. Yeah, like shit. <laughs> uh, you do see the the brunette lady. She's got a flash of boobs there. Um, because she's upset at the one guy for some reason. Is that the nipple scene? Then, like, he comes in. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's kind of like she's riding. She gets up and leaves. Yeah, well, because the redhead chick and the cool guy they bone. Okay, I'm remembering just mostly the climax then at the end, not the guy's climax, but the climax of the movie, where the one dude like he finds his <laughs> mom dude, and the that dude gets covered in leeches, and we both climaxed at the same time. Uh, the dude sees his mom. And like the shaft, the dumb waiter or whatever. Legs out. Mm-hmm. Toulon's got her uh the main chick in the shed in his cabin. Shed or yeah, her cabin yeah. or some shit. <laughs> I will he, say this. He exposes himself and takes his shit off. Oh yeah, that was gnarly. Uh Oh, the fucking crazy ass mannequin. The mannequins yeah. with the fucking crazy ass eyes. Okay. Yeah, the sure makeup that. looks weird, dude. Yeah. It's like, well, they tried to match it to the to the mannequin, like the the it's almost like they're wearing like a visor or something. Mm-hmm. So he transfers himself into that mannequin. That's right. And then she gets put into the other one. And then the end of the movie is her fucking driving away with all the puppets. She fucks him up, yeah, and then leaves. And part three is a prequel. How the hell can two be more complicated than three? When you know what I mean? Like two started, I was like, "This is exactly the same as the first one." Like, what the fuck? It's the same stock photo that you saw. <laughs> and then the all flip. of a sudden, what? The Invisible Man shows up. What is it? Bandalay Bay or Bodega Bay? Yeah, Bodega Bay or something. I wonder how many of the other movies take place in the same spot. (laughs) I hope all of them. We might find out. That set still exists on the Full full, uh, Full Moon Features back lot. You could take a tour of Bodega Bay. Get your photo with your favorite puppet. (laughs) But yeah. Get drenched in leeches in the Here's here's me with Leech Woman. The photo had to be waist up for obvious reasons. She wouldn't even look at me, wouldn't answer my questions or anything. <laughs> Nathan Fillin at least shook my hand when I met him at Comic Con. Yeah, uh I 
almost beat Pinhead in arm wrestling, but I let him win. Do, does one of the uh, psychic analyte or investigators say something about like that thing defies physics? At one point, it that might be when they see familiar. it when they see it on the TV screen or something. Because don't they analyze its oh, body? Yeah, yeah. they <laughs> they do like an X ray of yeah. it. Oh yeah, the guy with the drill on his head. Uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they do say he defies physics. A fucking three okay. D map of uh, <laughs> drill. An MRI of a marionette. I would say that you'd call that two. That's that's yeah. Puppet uh, Master yeah. two. Puppet Master one is from 1989, directed by David uh, Schumoller. Puppet Master 2 is from 1990, directed by David Allen. And Puppet Master 3, Two Laundrevin, is directed by David uh, Dakota. 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 All Davids. Oh, I bring in a hot new David every time we got one of these things. I wonder who directed 4. I wonder if it's David. That's wild. Hold on. Let me pull this bad boy up because I did want to go. I got David Duchovny to direct part four. Oh, he's going to be great. I threw in a wrench there. Uh, Number seven, Larry David. (laughs) Uh, Charles Band did direct one. Jeff Burr. No, those are the only Davids. The first first three were the only Davids. Uh, I'm a fan of the original Davids. Yes. So there are... Which one did Band direct? Band directed. Puppet Master Axis Termination in 2017. I was going to say that's one of the newer ones. Oh, and 2012. Puppet Master X. Axis Rising. Well, you got to show them how to do it right Mm -hmm. every now and again. (laughs) These young whippersnappers who don't understand. Crunk. All right, David's Crunk. gather. David's gather round. I'm going to show you how to. I can't make believe a puppet master. This is where we knew his fucking name. He directed Trancers. Yes, I was going to say there's one of them in there that yeah. that we have covered before. Mm-hmm. And it was banned. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I was going to. He did one and two. Down. Yeah. And something else. I'm sorry. He also did Puppet Master: The Legacy in 20 or 2003. All right, hold on here. This let me get back to where I wanted to do. So this thing, this There's 13 shit jumps around. Okay. So in storyline chrono, uh, chronology, the first one is technically Retro Puppet Master, then Puppet Master Three. Is is Retro Puppet Master like Caveman Days? <laughs> I mean. No, it's just eight bit. Cool. It's nineteen. Retro, it's nineteen ninety nine. Yes, but it's set in nineteen o two. In Paris. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And one of you guys didn't pick it for ancient times. What the uh, fucking wait? Hell. This doesn't make any sense. It's 1902, but they say in this one he's got six shooter bl- and blade. 
Holy shit. But Blade, he doesn't make for another. God damn, the timeline is fucked up. All right. Pu- puppet Master Axis Termination has a monster dog puppet. And a chick with fucking machine gun tits. I might have to pick this one. Yeah. So Puppet Master 1 actually falls right in the middle of the chronology. What so the fuck is the Axis retro. Saga? I don't know. There's Axis of Evil, Axis Rising, and Axis Termination. So it seems like they got real okay, so into the, the Nazi shit. Oh, yeah. And then doesn't Too Lone say something about being a doctor and all that shit? Doing something and then decided, like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go be a puppeteer. So I wonder if he's connected into that. Because all that Axis saga, that trilogy, that takes place after three. Then you get into uh, Blade's standalone movie, Blade the Iron Cross. Then Puppet Master. So he must, yeah, Puppet Master. Then Curse of Puppet Master sits right in between Puppet Master and Puppet Master 2. Jesus. And then you go... You skip to Puppet Master 4, 5, and then you get into Legacy. Is there a self- Demonic Toys and Littlest Reich, which Littlest Reich is the one that was written by, um, what's his name? S. Craig Zoller. Yeah. There's a dude out there that is considered an expert in the timeline and Holy Puppet fuck. Masters. There is a whole grid on Wikipedia, which... Uh, it tells you which of the puppets appear in which of the movies. This is incredible. Okay, so Blade has been featured in every movie. Well, he's clearly the star. I mean, yeah. He's okay, the Faust poster. Who, after Blade, has been featured in the most movies? I'm saying Leech, Pinhead. Leech Woman, Pin, Pinhead. It's Pinhead. Yeah. He's in every one alongside Blade. You got to have him. Human hands, dude. You can cheap so many Mm -hmm. shots. Fuck. He's the George to Blade's Jerry. You got to have him. That's the episode I want to see. Then next is Tunnler. He's in all but one. Which one is he not included in? He's not in Verse Demonic Toys. Boo. (laughs) Boo. Um... I feel like I need to pick demonic toys now so we can set all this up. Yeah. Jester is an all but two. Uh, six shooter. He's not obviously in one and two, but then they somehow put him in everything. And then in Axis of Evil, it says arms only. Karan, <laughs> uh, the book you have opened here. Yeah. Dude, this this is you get whole career. Should we just say like right now we're just gonna cover all thirteen? For I the don't next, put that on us, man. For the next three months. No. Because Kron would absolutely quit the the podcast. So let's just keep. <laughs> this is his. We, we overflow him. Hey, to he picked. Stop he picked. He picked a nonsense. movie. He picked one movie, yeah. and we, he got organically three we movies. all talked about three. Hey. Yes. Dan uh, Bones is 100% right. I would <laughs> quit the podcast. No, he can't. Let's rate fucking Puppet Master 3. All right. So I think here's the way we're going to do ratings. 
I think we just do them normally how we would for Puppet Master 3. And then maybe when we get to our, when we give our own ratings, we can say what we would give 1 and 2. But they will not count towards Rate My Letterboxd. I like guys. I just got one thing for um, upon further research. Um, Six shooter was originally supposed to be a ninja. What was his name going to be? I don't know. It didn't say. Throwing star. But they felt a cowboy was would be more against Nazis than. A ninja. That's it. All right. Well, uh, one of you guys go first on write my letterbox. Bones, go ahead. Okay. Somebody fill time while I do the grid. I'm behind here. Hmm. We've got more great puppet content coming in parts two and three of right. Puppets Revenge. Uh, ladies, folks, gentlemen, whoever about, you are. Talk about the Discord. we got a Discord. Uh, join up right now. Uh, go on to the Discord app or the Discord website. Look up Five Day Rentals and come on in. Join us for all the chaos. Oh. And we promise we're not white supremacists. Yeah, let's no, get that out of the way. That shit either. Even though we just covered a very heavy Nazi movie, we're not. Yeah. Well, and also Discord's we- been <laughs> featured prominently, I guess. Through the ringer uh, here the last few days. But that's our uh, beautiful country we live in, right? Yeah. And uh, catch us on Letterboxd, catch us on uh, fucking Instagram, Twitter. We're out there. You know where we're at. Rate and review. Uh, thank you for filling, guys. For Puppet Master 3. Dan, I'm going to give you a 1. Cron, I'm going to give you a 1.5. All right, gentlemen. At the time of... Our review for Puppet Master 3, Toland's Revenge from 1991. The letterbox user rating is a 3.0. Cult film, baby. All right. This is a tough one, I think. I'm going to give Kron a 2.5. And I think I'm gonna I'm think I'm gonna give Bones a two point five as well. This is tough. Uh I'm gonna go with Dan two point five Bones one point five. Guys, I I gotta rate this bad boy the same rating that I gave Pinocchio's Revenge, which is a two. Uh, 
I think I would still rather watch Pinocchio's Revenge, but halfway through this movie, I was like, how is this better than it should be? Um, fucking main actor is actually pretty fucking convincing for such a stupid story. Uh, uh, hey, I'm a sucker if you've got a cheap budget and you can stretch it. And like Ron said, there's fucking Nazi shit everywhere. They're doing everything they can to kind of fake it, but... Never do I feel like, oh, that's just a cheap little set that they're at. Like, I feel like they're doing everything that they can. And then there's a little bit of charm factor to this, man. Fucking Pinhead and his hands are fucking hysterical. Um, You know, there's that thing with horror movies, particularly slashers. You always got to have some sort of character that you hate, that you sort of root for the killer to kill. Um. What better way for you to root for these guys than to just fucking murder Nazis? So I'm all for it. I I think this is a fun little watch. I don't think it's great, but I think it'll ingrain itself. It's a great way to kind of enter the, uh, I don't know, I can't say that. Is this a good way to enter the Puppet Master franchise? I don't know. It's number number what, two chronologically, so not bad. 2.0. Uh, I mean, the question here that Kron stated whenever he came up with this category was, is Puppet Master 3 better than Pinocchio's Revenge? And I've looked back on my rating for Pinocchio's Revenge. I gave it a one star. And I think I'm going to stand by that one star for Pinocchio's Revenge. And I'm going to give... Puppet Master 3, a two-star. There's just more... More characters here to like, I guess. Like, more interesting... There's fun stuff here, you know? Pinhead's fucking human hands. It's fucking hilarious anytime you see it. Um... You kill Nazis. Kind of got the reanimator thing going. We got a 1941 smut wall. I mean, it's it's a good time. Yeah, there's some fucking shit that doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, it's a movie called Puppet Master. So, you look at the cover and you know what you're getting into. So, yeah, I'm going with a 2.0. I think this is a little better than Pinocchio's Revenge. But... I mean, Pinocchio's Revenge has worked its way into a uh, classic in our monster here at Five Day Rentals that we've created. So, 2.0 for old Laundry Dan here. Interesting. Uh, I think I'm kind of going to split the difference between you guys because, well, first and foremost, I would probably be a 2.5 on Puppet Master 3. Um, I do think my rating for Pinocchio's Revenge was far too low when we watched it. It's a movie that I've come to appreciate more. Uh, I would say Pinocchio's Revenge is probably better than Puppet Master 3, at least. Um, I like in Pinocchio's Revenge that Pinocchio is his own character. Like... I was, I was honestly, when I watched part three by itself, I was kind of bummed out none of these pu- puppets ever talked, like never said anything. 
Pinocchio's got his own vibe. He's got, uh, you know, some some dark thoughts and <laughs> evil doings that he, uh, you know, puts out there throughout the film. Uh, but I do think Puppet Master 3 was entertaining. Like, I had a fun time watching it. Um, and honestly, like Pinocchio's Revenge, this is maybe the movie that we've watched that has most reminded me of randomly walking through a video store. Because this, honestly, this is probably something that I would have picked out when I was 13 and been like, I gotta watch this movie. And then by the time I watched it, I would be like, yeah, it was kind of more disappointing than I thought it would be. But at the same time, I saw Nazis get killed. I saw puppets as murderers. And I saw a couple boobs. Like, what's not to like? Uh, you know, Puppet Master 3 is entertaining. That, that's what I got to say about it. 2.5. This is a movie I'd pick when I'm 13. We're almost 40, guys, and we're watching Puppet Master 3. Does it not feel like that, though? I mean, it feels like a, you know, I don't know what to get at the movie store. Hey, at some point at a sleepover, somebody rented this movie, and I remember that one scene from it. Like... I, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's a rewind talk. Bones, you look right. disappointed. I just, I, I'm so fucking confused right now. Because you look at the list too much. What are you confused about? I I'm, just don't understand. I, 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 okay. Look at the list. I don't look at you, the list. You might argue. No, I'm saying, looking at the list, you might be right. That might be right. But I also have to gauge. You, you got to be Brantley here. You got to go with your heart. That's what you have to do in this situation. You can't look at a list every time you watch a movie. I guess it's less about the list specifically and more about. Like, you would rather watch... No, I'm not getting into this. That's fine. You rated it what you rated it. No, I dropped get the into goose it. Egg. I if, dropped the yeah. goose egg. If Puppet Master 3 is playing at the theater or Pinocchio's Revenge at the same time and I'm going to a movie, I'm probably going into Puppet Master 3. And that's totally fine. Totally fine. But to double the score is fucking crazy. That. It's one star. Well, so I originally gave Pinocchio's Revenge a 1.5, but I moved it up 0.5 in one of the rewinds. So to me, it's kind of like I do. Th I could see my score for Pinocchio's Revenge probably should have been a 2.5, and that's what I'm giving this. So I literally had to look what I gave Pinocchio's Revenge because I didn't fucking remember like two minutes before it was time for me to talk. Oh, I didn't realize that, Kron, because I guess I'm looking at an older list where Pinocchio's Revenge is a 1.5, and it just has the .01 as a tiebreaker. In the last rewind, I gave it plus .5. I didn't even, I didn't recall. But, and that was my whole argument. I was like, 
the whole premise of this fucking category was built upon what's better, this or Pinocchio's Revenge. And I genuinely, I was like, oh, we're all going to be in agreement that Pinocchio's Revenge is substantially better than this movie. I think Pinocchio's Revenge is better than this movie, yes. But it's like I'm giving this a 2.5, and I'm also, I'm trying to say at the same time, I should have given that score to Pinocchio's Revenge. And that's totally fine. I'm, I think I'm less, again, I think there's like two or three weeks in a row, I'm less concerned about your score. Even you're, though I, I got nada of it, like that you're a whole, like you guys are a whole point off. Like that's just fucking crazy to me. Like I, that I couldn't get that. Are you looking at Puppet Master 3 is going to be above Pinocchio's Revenge in the actual list? Yeah, so right now, yeah. Puppet Master 3 would be at number 52 out of 64 on the big list. Um, it would be, I mean, to me, crazy. It, it is below Halloween Kills, which is number 51. I would absolutely put it above that movie. Uh, it is right above MXP at number 53. Is Pinocchio's Revenge higher than Pinocchio's Revenge, even after the last rewind where I moved it up by 0.5, is at number 55. So yes, Puppet Master is at 52. Pinocchio's Revenge is 55. (laughs) Crazy. Hey, I already moved it up one. Watching the Puppet Master trilogy made me go back and say... I was way too low on Pinocchio's Revenge. Yeah. Okay, so let's yeah let's jump to that then. Let's talk about the other ones. If you're putting that up there, I can tell you, Dan. Hey, rate my letterbox scores. You you moved up. You got a one point five. And Cron, you got a one. Uh, what did you get, Bones? Nothing. I got nothing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was off you by. You should have got a point. You should have got point five. Why? You rated Kron. Oh no, he's a one point five. I gave him a one point five, and he, he got a, and he said a two point five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I looked at the wrong. Sorry. That is absolute. This is. I think this is the only time any of us have gotten a zero. Right. No, I think I got a zero one point. Okay. Dan got a zero on transfers. Yeah. Which is somehow higher than Pinocchio's Revenge. Hey, move it up on the rewind, dude. I, I know. mean, hey, man, I'm arguing for your movie, by the way. Like, you know, I don't have I any guess- reference of any points or anything on. I don't look at a list until the rewinds. Yeah, maybe that's the way to do it. I just have to have some point of reference because I have to, I, I have to kind it. of get into. It fuck with me too much. Yeah. And I guess that you guys are basically admitting that you're not really looking at that. Kron basically saying, you asked the question, is it better than Pinocchio's Revenge? But I I don't know if any of these re, or these rate my letterbox games. If you guys have ever said. 
you know, I looked at this movie and that's what I based my rating off of. You guys just shoot from the hip. Me, I'm trying to build a perfect, concise list. And I don't mean that as like targeted or aimed. Like I'm genuinely trying to, because we use the scope of the list, right? Because we use everything from a 0.5 to a 4. I mean, or 4.5 in my case, but like you, I, seven. Yeah. I'd give it a fucking seven. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, what about one, two, three? Oh, no. Cron, sorry. Give me the rate my letterbox scores. Oh, yeah. Just as an update, uh, after this round, I would have 10 points. Bones would have 7.5. Dan would have 8.5. Damn. How many you got 10, Kron? That's rigged. So, yes, let's let's just quickly. I think Bones and I would be in agreement. Uh, Pinocchio's Revenge is better than Puppet Master 3. And Dan would, would be in the opposite camp. Yeah. I just like that there's more characters that you can follow along with. There's more humans. I, I want to know what a puppet's thinking, man. And it, maybe it seems like because we reference Pinocchio's Revenge so much that it's a better movie. But, you know, has anybody did a rewatch? Pinocchio's you all, Revenge? You all own it. Cer- certain scenes. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that part where that kid gets run over by the bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've just been watching the shower stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't want to admit to that, though. All right, guys. Uh, Puppet Master one through three. What are you giving these other films? Oh shit! I haven't even thought about this. I think I would give Puppet Master a one point five, and Puppet Master two. I would give maybe a. Part of me wants to say a one, but I think I would go one point five because. The Toulon thing is so fucking crazy. Like, so you think three, you would say three is the best of the three movies? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would agree with Bones on that one. Because I think it's, yeah, it's fucking insane what they decided to do with Toulon. Like, yeah, that works. Let's do that. Yeah. And I yeah, mean, you, it's cool that you've created, I mean, you've created a world where you can reanimate bodies, right? So you can bring, you can do all this shit. That's great. And then, I don't know. But yeah, I, th- I think three is a more concise story. Uh, two, two is basically like two sentences of like, yeah, remember the people from the first movie? Yeah, one of them died and the other one's in a home or whatever. It's kind of, kind of sucks, but. I will say, though, that I am intrigued by the other Puppet Masters as well, now that this has occurred. And like I said, I came into Puppet Master 3 like, fuck. And I came out like, all right. I wasn't mad. Yeah, I did the same thing. So what are your ratings for 1 and 2 then, Dan? 1.5 for both. Okay. You, Kron? 
I think Puppet Master 1, I would, I would probably go 1.5. Like, it's definitely my least favorite of the three that we watched. Maybe, you know, clearly a good jumping off point, but it was just kind of the most boring. Um, honestly, 2, I could go... I could go three on a good day. Like I would wow. maybe be at two point five. But I I do love what they did with Toulon in it. Like that they made him the invisible man. Have we um, said his name the same yes. way at all throughout this? Probably not. Okay. But I also yeah. like I mean, two does seem like it had a maybe a little bit more of a budget. I mean there is just pause for like thirty seconds. My internet connection is unstable. We've got you. Yeah. Just keep going. There's like an actual, you know, I think there are two actual burns in Puppet Master 2. Like, it's kind of hard to, you know, it just kind of seemed like it had the most money, the most effects, the most, I don't know, practical stuff going on. So, I like the kills the best, I think, in 2. I would put, I would go 2, 3, 1 in terms of enjoyment. Three, two, one. Wow. Okay. Two, two, three, one for me. Why am I having such trouble with that, with the numbers today? <laughs> two, three, one. And I would go three, one, two. I'm a three, one, two. Yeah. Yeah. You guys like two the least? I love, I love what they did with Toulon there. I, w- I that's, they should have did more of that, I think. Cause he just kind of like wanders in and out, <laughs> like oh, all of a sudden yeah. he comes back in. You're like, what the fuck? But but do you think that that stuff stands out because the rest of the movie sucks? Maybe. Like I feel like the other characters and all that that whole storyline is so like you don't really sink your teeth into that. And then even when the two characters have a person in their life that dies, it's so like you just yeah, want but, the Toulon stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's got the nipple stuff in it it's got (laughs) it's got the doll that torches people like two is the most fun dude we know that you're a huge fan of nipples and fire like that's your thing hey i know what i'm into (laughs) i think gentlemen we did a excellent job of covering three movies hey dan at some point, it's going to be four when we pick up that S. Craig Zoller one. <laughs> There's one S. Craig Zoller one I'm waiting for. All right. I think that wraps up our coverage of the Puppet Master parts one through three. Um, when we come back from the for the after shower segment of the podcast... Uh, Bones, right? It is me, yes. Okay, Bones will be giving us the next selection in Puppet's Revenge Part 3. Until then, crash and burn. Crash and burn. Crash and burn? (laughs) I guess.
welcome back, listener. I hope you took a quick pause there to, uh, you know, sign up for Discord and find us online. You know, you can post gifts and stuff there. You can post photos. You can post links. Yeah, it's like texting, but mm-hmm. public. But sexier. Not. Yeah. yeah, it's sexier because it's out in the open, you exhibitionist, you. Kron, thanks for the category. Thanks for Puppet Master 3. I cannot understand that Rate My Letterbox game. I'm hoping somebody out there is like, yeah, they don't make any sense, and I have somebody on my side. But that's fine. If not. I love this category. It made me really look at a lot of lists, seek some stuff out. Came across a movie. Selected the movie. Don't, don't you mean you just uh, looked at your personal collection of you went to the puppet section of your DVD mm-hmm. collection and Mhm. Uh, you mean he looked at his personal collection of action films and said, "Does any of these have a puppet in it?" Yeah, how can I, I make this fucking, work? I fucking wish. Uh, you guys say that, but we are getting into some action territory here without a <laughs> doubt. Uh, we have brought up some titles. We've brought up some directors. We're revisiting some. Uh, I would like to talk about a fella named Tim Thomerson. He once made a movie called Doll Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Charles Band, driving force that I just found out today of Full Moon Pictures. Features, excuse me. Entertainment? Yeah. <laughs> is full that moon. what it is? Full Moon Entertainment, Full Moon Features? I've, I've seen both Full Moon okay. Features and Full Moon Entertainment, so. So anyway, Charles Ban. Okay, this is way before the days of Marvel, okay? Charles Ban took Tim Thomerson's Dollman character and put him up against the demonic toys. In 1993, we are watching Dollman vs. Demonic Toys, 1993, directed by Charles Band. All is not well in Toyland. The demonic toys are back, so policewoman Judith Gray seeks the help of 12-inch tall Dollman and his 12-inch tall girlfriend, Nurse Ginger. The toys hole up in an evil, deserted toy factory, and it's up to the Dollman to keep the toys from summoning the powers of darkness to the earth. Now, Kron, I'm hoping that if you say, no... Toy's not a puppet. Doll's not a puppet. Hoping that I can weasel my way in here with some Tim Thomerson. Uh, You know, I think I said the movie has to involve a puppet or a doll. So I think this this totally works. Okay. This bad boy is available on our favorite Tubi. I mean, here's an important question. Uh, are you guys watching both Dollman and Demonic Toys before you watch Dollman Versus? I mean, we've sort of set a precedent, right? <sighs> Who's ready to watch uh, three more movies? Not I. You say that, and then you're going to watch Dollman vs. Demonic Toys and have so many goddamn questions. But... Pretty excited to get Tim Thomerson back on the podcast. 
Charles Band having a hell of a run. He'll continue to have one. Oh, shit, yeah. We could just do a fucking Charles Band. It's almost to the point where if you told me, like, oh, Charles Band is like a collective of people, and that's the name, like the Charles Band. Mm-hmm. I got their uh, second album. It's great. <laughs> but yeah, come back next week. We're talking uh, Puppet Revenge 2. Three. Right? Three. Jesus Puppets Christ. Three. We're on three. You are having troubles with the ones, twos, and the threes tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> How many beers you had, man? I'm, I have a beer. I had three. a beer. <laughs> you, you can't trust uh, that, means I that, had three. that might be three beers. Yeah. There's one giant beer. <laughs> no. Uh, well, well, let's call it, man. This is already a goddamn three, three in one episode. So let's come back next week. Dollman vs. Demonic Toys for uh, Laundry Dan, Cron Howard, I'm Bones, Crash and Burn. Go fucking iceberg. Uh, have your asshole ready. You know when you guys take this time, this is the most editing I have to do anymore. Is like filling in this gap. It's well, good. I had to go find it in my notes. I didn't want someone to be like, that's not the quote. Nobody made it this far, bro. That's true. Some the one person who does will be like, "That's not the quote." Danny Duck and he'll put it on the dumbasses. Bones can't get his one two threes. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>